0: Yo, people always ask me what kind of frames I'm rocking. I've been rocking Caddis for a couple years. They make amazing progressive readers, which I wear. Also, they make sunglass readers, anti-glare, anti-smudge coating, anti scratch anti-aging. That's why I look mad young when I wear them. I'm just kidding. Um, but they make amazing frames. is so stoked to have you guys part of the podcast. You can go to caddislifecom toby10 and get $10 off your first purchase. Stoked. Thank you, Caddis. Welcome to the fam. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests. You get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst. Stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Check, check. Welcome to the One Life and Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. Today I got my man from, uh, another, my brother from another mother,
1: (laughs) back (laughs) on the pod, Mr. Derek Green. Back, back again. Thank you so
0: much for being here, bro. I really appreciate it. I'm going to miss you when we go on tour, we get back to life and reality.
1: When that will happen. Whenever
0: that's going to be. Whenever that is. And then in front of me, I haven't seen this man in a while, we know each other for a long time, Um, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say the name uh Matt Sanders, but I hate, I don't want to call it like calling you. I like M Shadows. I think that's badass. I like that name. Shadows. 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 It's, it's, it's cool. Shadows. I, I like. It's weird calling your real name because I don't even. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Matt Sanders is here. Yeah, Matt Sanders is in the house. <laughs> here. It's, it's, yeah, that sounds pretty normal. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. M Shadows sounds M Shadows. Yeah. Where that name come from, anyway? uh You know what,
2: like. Nickname shit. Whatever. No, it's just when we were starting the band, we were looking up to a lot of other bands that had fake names oh, and we're yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. we gotta have fake names yeah and so we all you know uh, you know a couple of us already had names were like just from the crew like yeah, yeah calling yeah. people certain things and then everyone else had to you know get in line and and, and <laughs> had to you couldn't have like sam smith or you know it's sort a of famous person but <laughs> sam you know jefferson with uh, sinister gates yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jenkins. so we all had to have names but you know the only guy who didn't ever get a name because uh, he's got a crazy enough name is brooks wackerman Oh, that's, so that's a good name. Brooks Wackerman is so that's perfect dope. for drums, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. Wackerman. Wackerman. That's a good one. Perfect. Yeah, I
1: definitely had a that uh, name as well. My first album, I was like, yeah, let's have a different yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Mine was a Simon Verde. There you go. What? Nice. <laughs> in Sepultura, for real? <laughs> no, not in Sepultura. In and what An Outface. My oh, first band. Shit. I was like, we gotta have different names. So this is the Charlie <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> all these weird
2: names. But this is the problem. So unfortunately, our. Our band started in high school, so all those seemed like good ideas. Yeah, and then we're still in the same band, so we're stuck with the names. <laughs> so yeah. that's, a, that's a good and bad thing. <laughs> that's a good and bad thing. Yes, yeah.
0: yes. Yeah, because you don't seem like Emicho was like it's like a dark kind of character, right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. And now I'm kind of like more like
2: a light. I know you seem chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. I guess I was more angry when I was a, a younger kid.
0: I guess. Yeah, so we
1: all were. Okay. Yeah, we I, all so were,
0: right? you, you're going to be the first person we're going have. On. We're going to talk about NFTs. For sure, we're getting into that because we have n- I've never had anybody in this podcast talking about NFTs mm-hmm. yet yeah, to break them down. Okay, so we can talk about that first, or but I want to definitely get into some of your history, or whatever. So it's up to you how the you want backstory. to flow it. But I know you're stoked on NFTs. I saw you out there with uh Bobby Hundreds with the GC dudes out there for some sort of showcase about NFTs or something, right?
2: Yeah, that was a uh, NFT New York. So,
0: okay. um, you know,
2: yeah, it's. <laughs> that's, that's you just guys throw, just dropped one throwing on people into the fire here yeah um yeah we did we dropped one and so I think there's a lot of um, misunderstandings about what blockchain does and what crypto really does because you get kind of um sidetracked by seeing things like Elon Musk texts and okay. or emails or I'm sorry uh tweets and then you see yeah. dogecoin and they're kind of these pump and dumps but the underlying technology of what blockchain does is actually pretty fascinating yeah and the reason why a lot of very smart tech people are getting into the space and they're trying to build protocols on it and one thing that we saw was that um, there's a lot of utility that can be done not only digitally um, but when you can own a digital asset which blockchain allows you to do. Okay. Um, There's a bunch of real world things you can do and I think anybody with an audience should be trying to do this with their audience because there's a lot of benefits for both. Yeah. Um, And so... Yeah, there's like a deeper layer beyond the, uh, let's buy a cute little character on <laughs> yeah. a, you know, and hold it on your MetaMask. And it's like, oh, look what I have. And I hope I don't, I hope I'm not the last guy with this. I hope someone wants to pay more for
0: it. Than, yeah, you kind of flip than, them, right? That's how it works. People can flip them. Yeah. Okay.
2: But there's good examples of people like Gary V or the Bored Ape Yacht Club where there's a lot of utility that comes with it. So, for instance, if we're going to talk about New York, yeah one of the things that we all went to was a thing called Ape Fest. And now you can't get an Ape Fest unless you have a Bored Ape. Okay. But at Ape Fest, everything's free. The booze is free. You mean your own ape free. character, You yeah, have to have your ape character, yes. Hmm. I see hmm. Travis has
0: one of his uh, things. Yeah, so I'm, Travis just okay. got one. And so, okay.
2: and then the people that performed that night was Chris Rock, The Strokes, Beck, wow. um, The Baby. And so all these, you got this Damn. whole concert with all people that had to own all these. diverse people. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And they continually do things. So now they're teaming with Adidas and you can't get these Adidas drops without the Ape and you can't get these. And so now Adidas is going to give you discounts if you have these certain things and you connect them together. How do you get uh, the How do we ape? get the Ape? Yeah, yeah. how do we get the Ape? So the Ape you get on a thing called OpenSea, which is like a, a quote unquote, we'll call it decentralized platform for now. It's There's a lot of okay. right, yeah, things going on with it. But anyways, so, but Apes right now, you know, to get in the Bored Ape Yacht Club is probably around $400,000. Damn! Yeah. Wait a second, for what? real? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's why you have to pay to get an ape, right now. Yeah.
2: Holy, damn!
0: son, we out for a while, yeah. bro. And so, <laughs> and
2: so, but and so, this is where like the the good and the bad come in, right? So, wow. who's making the apes? Yeah, so, God. so there's ten thousand apes. They were all minted, which means they were randomly um, put together once you minted them. So, if we go back, what you do is you buy an ape on their website mm-hmm. for .08 ETH, which at the time was around three hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then it randomly assigns um hats and cigars and whatever it's gonna put on there, but it's done with an algorithm. Okay. And then you get whatever you're gonna get. Now it could be a gold, gold okay. skin, it could be uh trippy ape, which is psychedelic skin, and, and you could the rarity wow. based on how much it, it hit like the right rarities. Okay. At okay. the time, like I minted my board apes, at the time, um, they went for months or like a month without selling out. And mm. this was all very new, like in June or before June, okay. just before June. And as people got in, they started seeing the team. So the team doesn't own any apes. Mm. That's the crazy part. It's all to the people. I see. Yeah. And now they get like a 2.5 percent um, uh, kickback when you trade an ape. So say, you. You, so uh, when Travis bought his ape, probably four or five hundred thousand dollars, they got 2.5 percent of that. And what they do with that is they put it back into the community by making ApeCoin, which is a, a crypto which they're going to put out. They make, throw these parties. They do merchandise collabs with the hundreds and with yeah. Adidas. And so then they start teaming up with other groups. And now it's actually, as this thing grows, people want to get in. Mm. Yeah. And so you start seeing like Chappelle bought one and uh, Jimmy Fallon bought one. Eminem bought one and Travis just oh, yeah. bought one. And all of a sudden people are like, well, I want to be in that club. Okay. the uh, yeah, and, and and bought
0: one with the army hat. I saw that.
2: So there's a utility, but there's also a flex. And there's flex. all these different things, right? That mm-hmm. can go into it. Now, what we're doing is we're saying okay, we have some that give you meet and greets for life. We have some that give you tickets Sick. for life. We're going to airdrop people that have their tokens, a, a concert ticket or not. a con- We, we actually did airdrop everybody concert tickets. Wow. People that came in, we airdropped them with a piece of art. Now, if they, if they use the concert ticket, the art goes away, not their bat, but the other art we gave gotcha. them. Gotcha. Now, one thing you can do is as things build out into the sandbox, which is a metaverse, mm-hmm. um, and you start having online concerts in the metaverse. So what, okay. what Fortnite was doing, um, then these people are going to be allowed to have private rooms and they're going to be able to have private parties because they have the token. They're going to be it's able to watch man. us have concerts in the metaverse. They're going to be able to get avatars and t-shirts that a concert ticket or a concert t-shirt in the metaverse. Um, wow. And then what we, what we essentially want to do. And so I'm sorry, I'm throwing all this at you guys. No, this and is amazing. Then, we can, then we can kind of pick it all apart. Later. Totally. What we believe is going to start happening is you're going to start having decentralized streaming services on the blockchain. Okay. So say you're somebody that, doesn't care about any of this and you just want to listen to the music, your life's not going to change. You're going to pay $9.99 a month. You're going to get all the music you want. If it's on the blockchain, though, we can see every time it gets played and the money to the artists will go into their wallet within 24 hours or less wow. yeah. instead of nine months. That's and you know, we all like to go audit our labels and get the money they're hiding from us. Yeah. And it's a big hassle. That's this sick. will be the scene on the blockchain. You see it all. There's nothing you can't, it's immutable. There's nodes all around the world, which we can get into how a blockchain is immutable that are all authenticating these processes. So gotcha. it's not hackable. Okay. Right. And so you see the blockchain go through and now you go, okay, well, what do I need the label for? And what do I need Spotify for? So these cuts will be different. So now people like us, we all know we probably make maybe 20% of the money. And then it's like a a fraction of a penny. Every time it gets played on Spotify, it goes through them. They have given the labels equity in the product because they need the back catalog. We get an even worse deal. And then it goes to our old deals, which is we make CDs, we give them, Get them into Best Buy. We get to yeah. an MTV. They can't do that for us anymore because they don't exist. They take the same cut, and then we get these piddly little checks that That's are true. nine months out from when the service happened. So what I believe is going to happen is that a better service will come out. Maybe it's Title because I know Jack bought Title. Jack, who you know, Jack Dorsey, mm-hmm. and he's doing stuff with Jay Z. They're very deep into crypto. Okay, I believe that the streaming will be the same for people that don't care. The money will be easily traced. And then we'll be able to go to our token holders and say, you know what? We're going to take 15 to 20% and we're going to fractionalize our publishing and our plays to you guys. And so all on smart contract, when we get paid, now we're getting the lion's share and we have more money to work with. And we say, well, 15%, we're going to fractionalize to the 10,000 people that bought death bat tokens. So the longer you hold that token, mm. the bigger the band gets and the more you evangelize your groups, the people you like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: you are going to get paid to for everyone else listening. Wow. And Lock, so, man, so these, this is this is why we're so deep into NFTs and, and blockchain. And it's not about yeah. flipping a bat or like going, oh, look, it costs 400 grand. I'm cool. It's like, it's not like my Lambo. I'm trying to, yeah, you know not- what I mean? Like, Because that, that's what it's become. It's like the internet Lambos. Yeah. Like, oh, like Travis having that, it's like, it's a flex, right? Mm-hmm. But he, he understands it's also a part of the, the new culture that's coming. Yeah. And um, I believe there's some really good use cases that are going to take out a lot of middlemen. Mm-hmm. And then you look at, finance you look at your bus ticket your concert ticket live nation's already exploring this idea yeah. where you have like the lakers are exploring it i've been talking to joey Buss about it wow. right where you go to a laker game you get a token that says you went there you go to so many laker games they can prove it on the blockchain and you get another reward because you're a, a dedicated customer yeah um and then you look at video games right so my kids spend lots of money more than i'd like to admit on this <laughs> podcast um with buying Fortnite skins okay they cost 4.99 right but they've got Hundreds of them. And when that game goes away, they don't get to do anything with those skins. Those skins are gone. Yeah. Those skins basically live on a database that if they decide to shut down or my kids are over it, they never can do anything with them. If you add blockchain to those games, which people are doing now, yeah. then they'll pay four ninety nine and they'll own it. And there'll be a marketplace where they say, you know, I'm not using this one anymore. I'll put it up for sale, maybe for less, yeah. maybe for more, but at least you get something back.
0: Yeah, that's true. And
2: and then it goes one step further. And I've heard Mike Shinoda talk about this and Bobby's talked about this a lot. If you're like Ninja, who's a big time gamer, right? Or if you're like Shot or one of these guys that are a big time eSports guy yeah. and you win a championship or you do a stream and you've got a certain, you've got Jersey 6755 5, and you win that championship, it's the equivalent to the young kids coming up as Michael Jordan hitting that game winner in game six. Gotcha. And where did those shoes go? But now they're authenticated on the blockchain. They go, I want that particular jersey. Wow. I want that number. And it's there's only one of them. And that could go for extreme amounts of money, right? Yeah, And to those players... It, it's another way to sell a digital asset and to, you know, to make money and also to give people collectibles that yeah. never existed in web two, because what web three does is it allows you to have a true digital asset, which the internet we grew up with, everything was right, click, save. And yeah. there, was no diff- there was no difference. There's no difference. Now there's a difference. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's my, wow, man. my, my diatribes spewed I mean, everywhere. Well, you
0: mm-hmm. just said, I put a lot of money into my son building his Minecraft. Like just he always buying stuff for that or oh, buying really? gems. Yeah, oh, He's yeah, he yeah, yeah. My Jeez. iTunes, all my shit. It's been so thousands of dollars since oh he was my a kid. Yeah, on these games, you get nothing back. He's right. He's put the money into it. Right. Where's it go? It's so interesting. And yeah. then today, it got postponed because the the website crashed. Nas is dropping his first NFT, where you get yeah, I'm part of his ro- part of his royalties from his record sales. That's that's, that's insane. So you get to own some of his so royalties, yeah. So right? let's let's unpack that for a second. Yeah, I that, think
2: Blau and Chainsmokers and a bunch and Dead Mouse and. There's a lot of people in the the EDM scene that are on the forefront of this, and okay. and the, and their fans understand the technology, and it's a different vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they are going straight to we're gonna say, like we all know that people are going around now, and they're trying to buy publishing of artists. We've seen it yeah. in New York Times, we've they're, seen seen all this, yeah, right? David Bowie, yeah, yeah, all this, Jesus. right? Now they're allowing the actual fans and the consumers to buy fractionalized versions of these of these pub, of these you know these catalogs, yeah, and so. Their play is they're just going straight to the people that want to collect. And I love it and I've been in contact with them and I think it's cool. Our play is build the community, get them the tokens, give them the avatar stuff, this and that. And when we're ready, we're just going to start letting the streaming trickle down into their wallets Mm
3: -hmm.
2: to where they are just as long as you hold the token you are getting. So you're not buying a a portion of the publishing you are buying into the ecosystem that will continue to flood you with money as long as Event Sevenfold is still Streaming.
0: Yeah. Right. Wow, man.
2: And so just hold the token and you're going to get paid. Yeah. And, and that like freaks some people out. But to me, I'm like, I've, I've been a dedicated listener to artists for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and these people act like this is some sort of money game. Well, by the way, all the money is going to a, a third party that yeah. ha- doesn't give a shit about your band. That's and does true. not give a shit about you. It's so direct. somebody should be making the money. Yeah. Why not the band? And why not you? hundred percent. And so, People get caught up on this like, well, why should listen I don't care. Why should listening to music make me money? I don't I like the way it is. Cool. Then go listen on Spotify and let them <laughs> make all the money. Right. Yeah, it's like true. Right. yeah. There is money there. You are paying money. Yeah. Why not have it come back in some way? But people so that, like to get, you know, dug in and it's yeah. weird.
0: So the NOS thing is kind of is the first one to do that.
2: With the No, so so there's been experiments, right, where there's been like youtubers and other people that have literally sold tokens and there was no like mechanic for them really so okay. they what, they were taking their their usd um their royalties and they were fractionalizing that turning into ether and then sending it to their followers okay now they're able to do it on chain and now you have platforms arising that are saying hey we can actually benefit you as an artist and your fans better than spotify and apple music okay and so now they're starting to experiment with big artists so nas getting on is, is huge right huge and so like someone like us or like our bands it it's we're, we're older groups, right? We've been around for a while yeah. and it doesn't make as much sense because you have to, it's almost like making the way I attribute it is you're making a triple a film and then you don't put it on Netflix. You're like, Oh, <laughs> you got to go, you got to get our weird app and then you got to go to here and you got to be and so like right now it's not ready for artists like us, but we're, we're dipping our toes in. Right. Yeah. And so like, we can't be like next record, not on Spotify, not on Apple music, but you got to go to, Audius <laughs> or Royal or whatever. And you got to download their yeah. thing. And then you got to get this blockchain thing. Yeah. But it, it's coming. Right. We all know it's coming quick. And it's like, wow. it's going to be here and, and people are going to, and what's going to happen is people are going to be, people are going to be using those services. And they're not even going to know anything about blockchain or what it is. And that's fine. That's what you want it to be. That's massive mass adoption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. But right now the hood's lifted up and everyone's kind of saying, well, this is why it works and this is why it's cool. Yeah. Um, the same way we don't understand I mean, all of us aren't experts in quantum mechanics, but we understand how these phones work. Totally. Right. And that's mass adoption. You know, when yeah. you have that many phones, but we don't know exactly why you push certain buttons and it does something. Right, that's right. True. Yeah. And so Fuck that's, man. that's what works coming. How did you even, I was get the, say the, that <laughs> how did, you, how get how into did this? you get into it? Like, how did you yeah. learn
1: about the mechanics of all this? Well, all
2: this. I think, um, you know, in 2015, I learned about Bitcoin and okay. I, 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 and then 2016 Ethereum, and I I started buying it, and I I understood the idea of the concept of internet money. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time playing video games. I understand, you know, they're they're just the idea of trading online is a lot easier than going through your bank or dealing with all these things. This is like before Venmo and all that stuff was yeah. really mm-hmm. with fintech and all these things happening. And with Bitcoin, then I later found out, oh, this is why blockchain works. This is the problems that it solves. This is how they authenticate things. And then with Ethereum, I started to hear about smart contracts, and I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like I understand that, and I understood how why it couldn't be hacked." And people might comment, and say, "Like well, there's fifty one percent. There's all these little nuances, right? But it's it's unhackable yeah. in, in the in the in that sense." And um, so then for years, I had all this crypto, but I had nothing I could do with it mm. until last year. I started understanding and seeing crypto punks everywhere they were talking about it at cnbc they were talking about it. this collectible that was going for at the time you know like a hundred thousand dollars and now they're in the 50 million 60 Jesus, like the, the high now they've mm-hmm. now they've gone over this last year and so i went um and i bought one and i wanted to like i wanted to spend my ethereum on something and, and i was like oh it's kind of scary mm-hmm. you know it's like spending that kind of money on a this picture of a like a, <laughs> a, a crypto punk. Okay, okay. Yeah. I can show you on my Crypto-punk, phone. Crypto punk. Crypto punks. Yeah. They were the, they were the first. And again, there'll oh. be people that go, Oh, not the first. Yeah. They're the first <laughs> PFP that okay. became very um, successful. And okay. so I bought one. I always was looking at it and I was like, I actually feel really good about this. I like this. And they were going up in value. They were kind of playing around. They were around 13 ETH at the time. And then I, I bought some more and I started collecting them. And then I went to a Laker game and I was with some, guys that I know I've known them forever, but they're finance guys yeah. and they had their kids with them. And I was explaining, they were like, tell us about crypto. We, we were kind of scared to get in like blah, blah, blah. And they've been telling, talking to me about it for years, but never really got in. And I busted out the crypto punk and they just didn't get it. And their kids are <laughs> like, you got a crypto punk. <laughs> wow. And they all ran around. They grabbed my phone. They're showing it to everyone. This is a real crypto punk. It's real. Wow. And it clicked with me. I was like, the old guys are not going to get it. They're not. These guys are the ones that are going to take over that company and they understand digital assets yeah. and they understand that a crypto punk and these things are real to them. They play video games. They, mm-hmm. they, they live in that world where um, everything, you know, a t-shirt in this world, might be just as valuable to what you're wearing in the metaverse because you're with your friends more sometimes Yeah, like your son in Minecraft. If you open that up and you have all of his friends in there, it's he true. wants to look fresh in Minecraft, you know, <laughs> and he crazy, wants to build yeah. the cool shit. So it's he's crazy, paying for dude. it. Yeah, And so it doesn't matter how we feel about it. All that matters is that the generation coming up is going to dictate what the culture decides is cool and not. Yeah, And they are clearly deciding that when you have million dollar Twitch streamers and you have Ninja or, you know, Fortnite tournaments that are worth, tens of millions of dollars. Fuck. It is obviously something that they feel is important. Yeah. And it's going to continue to grow. And so with that, the board apes came out and then they said, well, we're kind of like the crypto punks, but utility, utility, utility. We're going to make our own coin. We're going to have merch drops. We are, we're going to be involved in this space. And all of a sudden, it became this thing where it's like, oh, okay, like you have a board ape, I have a board ape, we're kind of like minded. And then it started this community wow. and it's turned into what it is. Yeah. But there's tons of these things happening. And so then again, in that time period is when I said, aha, we don't need to be some flipping, weird little animated thing. We yeah. have a 20 year audience that we can bring True. into this ecosystem and we have so much we can offer people. Yeah. And it's much easier for us to actually watch all these people on chain, airdrop them tickets, airdrop them PO apps, yeah. airdrop them digital merch, airdrop them these things instead of hiring a bunch of third parties that would have to deal with all that. So true. And so when people say, why don't you just do Patreon? I want you just do, we go because it's way less efficient mm-hmm. and the consumer can sell their token whenever they want. You yeah. can't sell back your subscription on Patreon. No, you already you put the money and It's over. It's true. Like you have a token that means something yeah. and you can go to another person and go, I don't want this anymore. I've met the band 10 times. I'm I kind of their music sucks now (laughs) (laughs) and you can go, you know what I mean? And you go sell it to someone It's fucking crazy,
0: man. And so that's kind of where it all comes full circle. Yeah. So can we say that the guy that bought that one Wu-Tang album was kind of, is that kind of something like that? Because it wasn't physical. It was just the music. I don't know. No, this is why, this is why
2: that doesn't work because nothing on the blockchain is walled off to where you can't hear it. Okay. So that guy took something and said, ha ha. I've got this. No one can hear it. It's true. If you go in my OpenSea account, every bit of music I've bought, everything I've done, like what they're doing with Nas, that shit's, the way they're going to make money yeah. is by everybody listening. That's how the royalty is going to kick. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so like what pe- people like get this thing where like, oh, you own it. Like, I can't believe you're going to put music behind a, a paywall or, a water, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, an NFT wall. No everybody's going to be able to enjoy these things. These, these are open ecosystems mm-hmm. and there's like that, that, you know, that idea out there that, you know, and then, but that's where right click save comes from. Like if you look at Travis's comments, a bunch of people are going, my ape now you paid 400 grand, you idiot. I, my ape now it's like, yeah, but you can't get into the party. You can't get the merch. Yeah, You can't do it. You can't do it. Like, and, and they all like jump on and they go like, Oh, we got them. You know? And it's like, wow. well, you're not, you didn't really right. get. You didn't really get the ape. <laughs> wow! And, and if, so there's it, a damn. big misconception with people where they think that they're really smarter than everybody that's buying NFTs. Yeah. When they don't understand, they're actually. Yeah. They just look like they don't understand. So you NFTs. got the ape.
0: You got the ape. I have apes. Yeah. Have
2: apes. So how do you <laughs> authenticate
1: it? Like, how is it like this is the real deal? Yeah, that's well a good because point. it's on the
2: blockchain. And so the blockchain, the way it works is, um, when you when you the simplest way to put it is that they are putting bits of information into the hash of the blockchain Okay. and all the other nodes and think of them in China and Russia and Sweden, everywhere. They all have to agree that that's the one. Hmm. And so once the information is written in there, it's very easy to track which one's the one. And so it's basically a, a picture on top of a piece of information that is stored into the blockchain. I see. Got and you. so if you roll up with a picture, it does nothing. Right. If you roll up in the blockchain, it authenticates immediately through a thing called MetaMask, pops up on your computer and goes, yep, you own this. You can come in. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah, and, that's, that's, like, and that's what we call Web3. 3. Web3 3 mm-hmm. is basically signing into a MetaMask at this point mm-hmm. and being on chain. Um, Web2 is anything for
0: everyone at all times. Right. And so, Fuck. yeah. Yeah. I know I saw the m M&M and one a couple weeks ago. I was like, what is this? Is it art that somebody made of him wearing the army hat? But well, that's always know.
2: people go like, they're like, the art sucks. It's like, well, it's not even about the art. Right. It I could be, literally be, a lot of tokens are just like literally a token that spin. And they're like, you, you are a part of this club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Bored Apes is fun because it adds an element of that flex, right? Where, oh, yeah. Where it's like, You know, Eminem's got the hip hop jacket. He's got the pale white ape with the army hat. It looks like Eminem. Yeah. But then there's also ones that are like gold where there's only 46 of them and they go for millions of dollars because there's guys in Silicon Valley or guys that are in Europe and they're like, I want that as my avatar people can prove that it's mine mm. and Twitter's going to start verifying NFTs by the way really which is coming yeah And so there'll be another checkmark next year. NFT that's authenticated on the blockchain so people can't just take it right Holy now they can but it
0: won't have the checkmark right Um, and I then so Nikki Diamond said one I'm starting to see people okay. yeah yeah now, now I'm getting it yeah and so well, but, yeah. but all <laughs> those
2: people are basically that's like a calling card to other people who have the ape and they go okay I see you mm-hmm. you see me we, we know what's up with this like web 3 thing mm-hmm. so right now there is a flex element but there's also that utility element right and so So our main focus has been to ignore the flex element, but to really focus on the utility element. Um, But you see like all the people with our death bats, they're following each other on Twitter and they, and they, and they, and and they're, they're in the discord together and they're helping each other with things. And they're, you see people like when they're sick with COVID and everyone's in there talking to them and helping them and you have doctors and you have people help. And it's like, it's a community and it's kind of one of these signals of like, Hey, I see you, I'm a fan too. I'm in this club and they all help each other. Yeah. So, and I think that's cool too, community, but it's, yeah. it's a community. Yeah. You guys
0: just dropped yours, right?
2: Like we did. We drop, uh, we dropped them, uh, one
1: month ago. And, and what is it? I, I don't know it's,
0: what it is. They dropped their NFTs.
1: Yeah. yeah so we dropped
2: so, no, t- 10,000 death bats, which are, okay. are our, like our skull with wings. Logo, yeah. Yeah, and then saying, so, industry, yeah. and so they, they, when you mint them, they were 0.08. It's a pure board ape model. You okay. go to our website, our web three website, you mint it. Um, and then you get an algorithm just starts, mixing everything up the the skin that it has the eye traits the the hair the (laughs) everything and then it gives you a random one they and that will never hit the same one twice so every one of them is at one of one okay and then it sends it to you and then you see what you got okay and now there's speculators right they'll buy 20 of them like we we cut it down to where you can only buy one and now you can buy them on the secondary market
1: and how much were they going for like one
2: so we sold all of them for because Ethereum is volatile with the U.S. dollar. Yes. So if we're speaking U.S. dollars, they went from everywhere from 130 to 500 dollars. Okay. Within that time frame when they were selling out, and you um, all ten thousand. Yeah, and so wow. now, and so now, now I've seen them go up. There's been some that have sold for 20000 There's and there's some that are selling for 170. And Based so, on the rarity. And so with
1: wow. so the people that bought those, you can include that, like you said, like, okay, you can come to the show, yeah. backstage, special, like, merch. We can drop anything we want whatever to Whatever you want. Whatever they want. To and, and it's, it's so better than they, life. If, they, if they own that, they can... Yep. Oh my god! It's
0: they own genius, it. it's fucking genius, man! Sepultor yeah. needs to do that. I shit. know, especially with the
1: our logo. You know, oh, yeah, like when yeah, you have dude. a strong,
0: yeah.
2: Well, that's like the thing when you have yeah. a strong logo, you can turn it into, yeah. Like we turned ours into a little bit of, um, a little more cartoony because it works as an avatar, yeah, so it's yeah. like kind of like fun, and there's like dopey Ooh. eyes and stoned eyes and yeah, yeah, and sad yeah. eyes, and there and there, but but people want like ones that represent them. Of course, they're like, oh, that's. Like I I smoke a lot of weed, that one's cool. And like, you know, like and so and then we have psychedelic right. ones with like yeah. there's a mushroom in front of their mouth and like people want those, you know, and Damn. Yeah. Yeah, they're just and so people try to trade and they try to buy up the ones they
0: want and then yeah. I'm gonna have to make a new H 2 logo, our shit's black. It's just <laughs> a varsity writing. <laughs> and you get like one of the album covers can come right. to life or something to tattoo yeah. flash.
1: You have your own Ooh. I mean, you already have your own uh cartoon image.
0: I could do that too. Yeah. You have something. a lot of yeah. different things. I mean, yeah. come on.
1: It's interesting. This so, is, you yeah. know some people that can
0: help out with that? Well,
2: <laughs> your friend Phil he Yeah, he's creative shout he, out to he Phil. He did all of our stuff. Oh, he did it all. So, I called him this summer and, and did, it, did my children's book. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Phil, he creative. Yeah. yeah, so I called him and kind of exp- I think explained the space He's to amazing. Him. I love him. And <laughs> then we went through a bunch of iterations. He did so much work on ours. At first, it was very two D. Then it became more three D. And then he started working on things, and and he just kept coming up with great stuff and super easy to work with. And he's part of the scene, which was great. Yeah. And then he and he understands it all, and um, so he was awesome. Yeah, he did all of our stuff. Wow. So that's he helped incredible. design everything and stuff. Yeah, I'll show you like. A
0: couple yeah. Of things so you can see. I want to show you something show. too on this thing, but. Wow. Yeah, that's cool, right? It's super. cool. All right, so I definitely know some people that can help out. But this somebody hit me up about maybe. Our label wants to do it kind of like that, like something like that. Like That's rad, yeah. You could do something like that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think we have to step it up and get into it, Derek. I know I, we're, I we're think, know I, in I our 50s.
1: No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, we talked about it, but I think the way that you explained it, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you were doing a seminar, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: do you a speak
1: lot of, at
0: the seminars? I have show? been. Oh yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah.
1: like you, I mean, people would be... It's like, this is like a totally different like so. These are di- for you. different versions of the bat, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like a cool gold. That's so a cool one. Cool. Cool.
0: Sick. Like we're looking at the bats, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're just all random, right? This and, like, right. And this Phil field, did all these with I, you. Look at this one, Gimp. Oh, oh <laughs> wow.
2: So there's only six Gimps, so it's very rare. And I bought that one off the secondary. I bought it from a fan for an ETH. <laughs> you did? Nice. Yeah, because I, I wanted it. Like holy I holy shit. And then oh see, they're all different. Like they're all. I would have bought one. And and Phil did these with you. Phil did all these. He did
0: all those. Oh my god, Phil, you're amazing. And so you see,
2: you see how they all start off with the same look, and then the skin will get put on the hats, the vape pen. The see, it's all it's all different, right? Like so, then that's all genetically or a randomized. It's all it's all a generative randomized thing. And so what we do is we'll say like, okay, we like the the. Rainbow grill. Right. Yeah, I love that, so we'll say we only want there to be 0.1% rainbow grill. And then we go through all of the, the, I guess the assets and yeah. then we add them up to a hundred and then you throw them in this randomizer and then you just don't know what's going to come out. Some are garbage. Some are amazing. <laughs> wow. And that's why you start getting this rarity of like people that want the clean ones or the, the really nice looking ones. Right. Right. Fuck but that's, man. that's another part of the game, right? There's so many aspects of what you could be interested in mm-hmm. to want one of these. Yeah. It could just be that. Or it could be like, I really love the band and I want... And so here's the, here's the other cool thing that I, that I haven't really mentioned much, but there's websites that are walled off with MetaMask, right? So if you own a token, MetaMask opens up and you can get into these websites. In the old internet, you could pass around passwords or you could authenticate right. email addresses, but yeah. you never really know on, on the other side and it can be shared. Mm-hmm. What we're going to start doing is leaking and teasing the new record But if you have the token, you get into like a place where we are hosting all the videos ourselves. So they're not going to be on YouTube. They're going to be like on a decentralized platform. And basically, if you want to like go in and talk about the record or see what's happening behind the scenes, we're not going to release it to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's going to be token holders. And there's a whole website where you just get, like board apes have it where they have like a, a graffiti wall. Right. And of course there's a bunch of dicks on the wall, but, <laughs> but you can't, but you can't go in there. You can't even see it unless you have a board ape. And when you come in, the website pops up, says you don't have a board. ape, can't come in. If you have a board ape, it instantly pops up. You sign in, it authenticates your ape and then you go in. And so wow. think about where you could take that. Right. right. With anything. Right. Yeah. And that's why people are excited about the space. They're not excited about dicks on the wall and the board ape yacht club. Yeah. They're excited about, well, what can we do with this and what can companies do with this and what can communities do with this? Yeah. And so I think it's um I think it's obviously I I think it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I can you talk must,
0: about it all day. No, it's incredible, wow. man. It's such a game changer. Yeah, especially like a life for changer. artists,
1: musicians finally having that connection of yeah. straight to the fan. Yeah. Totally. You know, no middle person, which is Always got me excited.
2: Yeah, and you know, we we always had bad deals, right? And it's yeah, like you really look at it. But but the label was doing something. And, and I'm not saying they're not doing something now, and I'm not saying these are bad people. I think they're good mm-hmm. people. They work they work in a yeah. uh, in a we're all stuck in this system that isn't the best for us. Yeah. And if you think about it, we went from CDs to streaming and that was very hard for the rock world. Yeah. Totally. The rock world still hasn't adapted. If you look at the streaming numbers compared to every other type of genre, they have clearly taken the whole viral TikTok, um streaming hmm. on spotify numbers i mean it just blows us away yeah right but one thing we're good at is building communities we've built great communities you go to an iron maiden show you got grandfather father son true everyone and then yeah. or when you like see like a guy on the street got a slayer shirt right you're like okay that's one of my people 100%. whatever right yes yeah, and so one thing that the reason i've been so vocal about this i never had social media until now okay and the reason i've been so vocal about it is because i feel like our band is one of those bands that could make a difference and bring some people along to be on the forefront of some sort of technology that benefits rock artists. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't have to be anti-everything. I mean, it's like I agree. we can build our own communi- communities and our own walled-off ecosystem and we can have parties in the metaverse. We don't need to have Snoop Dogg and everyone having all the fun yeah. while we're sitting there grumpy about it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and 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 I just think it's like, I think this is a good opportunity to. to to be on the forefront and like, listen, streaming decimated music consumption in terms of royalties for a long time. Yeah, And then it got itself figured out, but it was the same players got us into the same situation. And now is a time to give the power to the artists and give the power to the consumer. Now think about if you're at Chain Reaction, 2001, Poison (laughs) the Well rolls through, VOD rolls through, (laughs) all these people, 18 vision, everyone, right? You're watching this show. And they go, hey, we don't want to sign to a label because the deals suck. We're going to sell 1,500 NFTs, and you participate in the growth of the band for not only this record, but whatever they want, maybe the, the lifetime of the career, right? Yeah. And you do what Nas is doing, but you do it for a startup. And now the now the record has been paid for by the fans. The Sick. fans own a little piece, and they feel like they want to evangelize it. Yeah. And yeah. now all of a sudden, you have no masters. You have no label that's going to tell you, oh. Well, you guys signed that deal, and we, you, get, you guys get twenty four <laughs> cents on the dollar, and yeah, and but it's a really a penny. Fuck. I just think the whole thing can be flipped on its head, and all it could be very beneficial to new artists. Because yeah. if I was at that show, and I was savvy with this, I'd be like, I want all three of those tokens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will invest in because what is it, a few hundred bucks? Mm-hmm. I won't buy the shirt this time. I'm going to invest in the band and and basically pay for the record and hope that. In the end, you guys keep growing. And by the way, I want you to grow, so I'm going to show all my friends your band. Exactly. So it's incredible. Like He can be it, promoting that too. Yeah. Like all yeah. the fans promote it because it's part of it.
1: something comes up with the song or something and uh, for a movie or a commercial. Yep. So that goes to all the fans and the artists. However you want it to go. I see. You can write the
2: smart contract however you want. Right? Wow. Damn. Wow. That's the cool thing about it. It's just a little bit of code, right? It's right. Like, it's, yeah. it's somebody sitting there. So we have a guy that we grew up with that left... Silicon Valley, he was working at a cybersecurity, and then he got into Bitcoin, and then he quit his job to build out protocols on web three. And so he built our whole thing for us. But I can call him at any time and be like, can we do this? And he figures it out. (laughs) Right? And it's like, like, yeah, like, let's give those people this much or give them Mm -hmm. this and, and you could do it. Yeah. So you're right. Like, what if what if a token holder becomes a big movie producer someday and right. he knows if he puts that song in there, it's going to help all the token. I mean, there's so many funny, like oh, interesting right. things, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm going to help the community. Like we're throwing this song in transformers or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like, oh. I mean, there's so many things that yeah. could happen that could fall out of this. And there's a lot of scamming and bullshit that happens too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it comes. Along and with it, And right? so, yeah. but that's like anything, right? Look at the legacy banking system and look at you know, money laundering and washing and it happens everywhere. But right. a lot of people yeah. like to attach it to crypto when they've done studies. It's like less than 1% of Bitcoin is used in a fraudulent way, but people yeah. love to throw that out there. Like, Oh, it's of only course. for criminals and it's, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just quicker, yeah. better, faster. Have you, have you
0: always been like this curious about things? Did you, did you go to college and stuff? Like, what were you?
2: I didn't go to college. Um, I've been curious about this stuff though, but I've, my, my obsession with space and existential, uh you know ideas kind of i've kind of gone more towards this whole thing now yeah but that's always been in the like our whole last record was based on artificial intelligence that's kind of coming and then space we had neil degrasse tyson on the last record did a whole thing (laughs) yeah and and so we talked a lot about um the cycle of humanity and and it's a lot of absurdism a lot of nothing really matters and then kind of how <laughs> this all started and and why we're here and then what we're doing while we're here right which you have to kind of find your own purpose yeah no one's gonna hand you a purpose you have to find your own purpose because there really is no point unless you make a point yeah and and so a lot of people get to that point and they realize that oh it's actually better to be positive to treat people in a good way and create happiness while you're here mm-hmm. 100%. Most people get to that point in my opinion. Like people yeah. that I know that have got gone through those existential crises. Yeah. <laughs> crises. <Right>. And uh <laughs> I I definitely went through my own thing and and then I realized that yeah, no one's going to hand you a purpose of life. You have to yeah. figure you have to do it yourself. Yeah. And 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 I'm totally cool with that. Now I'm now I'm talking about cryptocurrency. It's amazing, <laughs>
0: especially now like the lockdowns and you know not an being a tour and be connected with, you know, your fans and artists and just you can on it's a virtual, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think, it's, especially now, because yeah, the world so now. when it's going to happen next? You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely kickstarted so many things, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: like, kickstarted like you know the online,
0: you know Zoom. Oh yeah. Sort of like <laughs> yeah. let's have a meeting on Zoom or uh, just everything. Though, everything. Yeah. It's yeah. almost brought people closer together in a sense. I feel like because people really ways, really want yeah, that connection yeah. somehow, uh-huh. especially now, right?
2: Definitely in certain ways, and I think um, I don't think we were ready for that pandemic in terms of the technology, and I think now you're going to see a lot of funding and people building stuff out so that when this happens again, or if it does happen again, the online experience is going to be better. Cause you know, zoom, zoom doesn't necessarily cut it for everyone. It's a lot of yeah. people kind of, one person talks, everyone sits there on a square. I think there's, yes. I've heard some better ideas and I think they're going to be built. Um, yeah, you know, and, um, I think, you know, it's going to be an interesting, interesting, uh, <laughs> next interesting. couple of years. So you've yeah. been really
0: for the past, Couple of years, you really focus on this, especially with this downtime and all yeah. That. I would yeah. say the
2: NFT thing has been um, the last year. Okay. You know, because it's it really has come into. I, I think I got in right before, a few months before it just exploded. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, CryptoPunks came out in 2017. Okay. And it took me till 2020, end of 2020, to pay attention. Okay. And then from there, even from there, you know, you went from a 10th floor. To 150th floor within the last Year fuck okay and then you know Now it's like down a little bit Because apes have kind of taken over the It's uh... so crazy <laughs> Yeah. Bro. It's crazy yeah it's crazy But fuck. it shows what these things can do But I think what, what bothers me Is that the the eyeballs And the the opinions go straight to The flex mm-hmm. And the amount of money they cost and that uh, That yeah. art isn't even good you know And it's like yeah. <laughs> It's irrelevant. It really is irrelevant. That's not why this technology is important. Yeah. It's just a use case. It's uh-huh. one use case that maybe you don't like, but there are other use cases that are going to come out of this that are yeah. pretty cool.
0: There's no chance that like m M&M and people like that are getting discounts. They have to pay 400 no matter what. No, no <laughs> <discussion>. <laughs> yep. to just just to be like, yo, a part of this <laughs> yeah. community. You know, it's all official, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Well, no, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, because all 10,000 apes are owned by holders. Mm. They don't have any apes to distribute. The people that the people that created, in fact, they gave all the IP up to the apes. Okay. So, so we gave up the IP to all of our bats. And so we told everybody, we said, we want you to make your own merch. We want you to start your own bands, start coffee shops, do whatever you want. The ape or the, the bat is yours. And the apes were the ones that kind of showed us the way on that because their whole point was that we don't care if Walmart buys an ape and sells a bunch. We think... The more people do with this, the bigger it makes the community, Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? We don't care if we're getting paid for it. Let everyone do what they want. And it's a whole new rethinking of what IP means, what copyright means. Mm -hmm. There's, um, you know, Ashton and Mila Kunis did um, one called Stoner Cats, and they're building a whole TV show off it. And if you own the characters in the TV show, they're building uh, TV shows based off of, stories that the community writes, and, mm-hmm. and it's like a whole, like,
1: holy shit. And, and
2: another term we can get into is DAOs, which is Decentralized Autonomous Organizations, which is where these companies start off, and this is what board Apes are doing. They start off centralized. They sell all these, they get the thing up and running, and then they give governance to the token, or they give governance and tokens and a currency to each individual ape, and then they back out and they're gone, and the community runs itself. Okay. And wow. so that's what a lot of these things are doing. That's what Ethereum did. That's what Bitcoin is. That's why no one knows who Satoshi is. Right. Okay. He had to disappear because he knew that's the only way for it to be truly decentralized. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so you start seeing there's reasons for all these things that these people have done. They've, they really were yeah. pioneers of like, they knew that if they were around, people would be going like, hey, what do you want us to do with Bitcoin? Or can we do this? Or right, let's fork right. that or let's do this. And he knew that he had to be gone. Wow. And so no one knows who the guy is, right? And so it's literally just money for the people by the people. And um, that's what the board apes are trying to do. And so, yeah, when you say like, could Eminem get a deal only if he called somebody or got in contact with someone that had an ape Mm. and said, do you want to sell Eminem your ape and it'll (laughs) be cheap. But that's a one-on-one transaction. That's just, that's that's just like the market doing the market thing, but it's not from the board apes. They're not cutting people deals.
0: Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter who you are. yeah. doesn't matter
2: who you are. The first people I saw in there was us, um, LaMelo ball. He got okay. in early, you yeah. know the basketball player. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lamelo Ball, Josh Hart was in there early, it's like when, wow. yeah, when these things were like half an ETH. and they were in the Discord. What does and half an ETH mean to people? Half an yeah. Half an ether. So right now the floor is eighty ether. Okay. Half an ether would be about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars right now. Okay. So at wow. the time they were paying a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks for an ape. That's but crazy. but like Lamelo, things that kickstarted was Lamelo putting it as his Twitter profile. Okay, uh, Josh Hart putting it on his Instagram, and then I mean Tom Brady bought one at one point. Um, Br- there's rumor that Britney Spears has one, and so th- that starts happening, right? Yeah. And when Chappelle buys one, everyone just explodes, right? Like, and then people are just trying to get him. So there's an element of that, but there's also like at Ape Fest, we were at the coolest place you could be at. Mm. Free booze, free drinks, <laughs> free free food. Where was that East Coast or something? It was in New York oh, City yeah, at, the, yeah. at, at at the Brooklyn. Okay. Something. It's twenty eight hundred venue, twenty eight hundred capacity. Um, yeah, I saw photos. You guys out there I was yeah, was like, What's going and on? it was, it was uh, you know yeah the Strokes, the Baby <laughs> Beck, and Chris Rock host the thing. Wow, All free for good. holders. So to me, and then you see people walking around with the shirt and you're just like, that's, that's my people, you know, like, what's up? <laughs> oh, like, four wow. day club, you know? And so there's Damn. that aspect to it, which is also fun. You know? Yeah. It's something that all of us bands kind of do with t-shirts, but it's like the next level of it. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, that if you're in a meet and greet and someone rolls in with your coin and your token, you know how much work they put in, how much they right. they're contributing to the community. They're just a part of that ecosystem. And it's like you want to do stuff for those people. Mm -hmm. Not saying that you don't want to do stuff for everybody, but everyone can't sit in the front row. Yeah, Everyone can't be in every meet and greet. Everyone can't buy every sin custom guitar, right? This is like that thing where people that are just very dedicated to what you do can help build out the community. Yeah.
0: And then you can do things for them. Yeah. It's going to be such a game changer. We guys go back on tour again, having all this and it's going to be awesome. Totally. We also
2: made it to where if you have a token, you don't have to wait in any lines. Oh, wow! so we have a, a, oh, a wow. we have a dedicated entrance just for death pet token holders. Wow. So a lot of these kids can go out to a nice dinner. They don't have to worry Rush about to the show. Yeah. And they just roll right into the show or, or first if, dibs at the, merch or first too. dibs. Like, wow. yeah. so like, or first dibs in the, in the concerts, so a lot of them like yeah. this, you know, spend the night or whatever. Yeah. They're out there for hours. It's like, don't do that. If you can just like roll up at the time the doors open mm-hmm. and boom token, that's pretty
0: sick. Yeah. Different that's, tiers and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. There's just
2: cool things. Yeah. Well, every token owns that. Okay, we gave that to every token. So our our token we wanted to be like the working man's token mm-hmm. like every token is going to get every benefit, you know mm-hmm. And so we have a couple that are like tickets for life or meet and greets for life But they're very few and far between and we wanted some lucky kids to mint those and they did Yeah, people that don't have any money also have tickets for life <laughs> And it's, it's
0: kind of rad, right? right and they, how much man. time a day do you spend with this kind of stuff or looking at it or? is um, it Something you just think about all the time and too much. To... Yeah, yeah, too much <laughs> But yeah, (laughs) it's in your mind all day, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I'm trying to (laughs) think of ways to bring more value to the community. I'm watching the community, watching what they're doing. And I'm, I'm watching what's happening in the space because Mm. there's so many things like with tokenizing things, right? The apes are going to the SEC to make sure that it doesn't come off as a security. Yeah. So there's all these little nuances that we're trying to navigate because we want to introduce those things to our community. Yeah. Like do you release a token that you can only buy, ban merch and that you can buy stuff in the metaverse or do you release a token that you could transfer out to Ethereum and then go into USD now to me having a token that's backed by the US dollar and by crypto is way cooler yeah because then you can kind of come in and out on a thing called or it's on your metamask but it's a thing called sushi swap or uniswap and you can instantly transfer currencies I think that's cooler than saying okay you kind of got funny money and you can kind of buy stuff in our store but I kind of like the idea of like transferring in and out and so those are SEC things That we're watching the apes and how they deal with it because Mm. they're doing everything right. They've got Gaio Siri man managing them now. Oh really? Yeah. And so it's Madonna's manager. Yeah, yeah, it's like next level. Yeah. yeah. And so we're watching what they're doing and we're gonna try to implement these things. Like right now we're we're talking about starting a podcast where we talk about individual songs. Now everyone can listen to the podcast, Mm. but it's like a one hour thing that happens once a month. But we're gonna mint an NFT that we give away to somebody every month. But the cool part is all we're gonna take a bunch of the royalties and fractionalize those out to the holders. That's cool. So, if you want to be someone that's not a holder and listen, cool, it's free. Mm-hmm. But there will be royalties coming in and we will take the Death Bat holders and we'll give them those royalties. Damn. And so, those are the kind of things we're thinking of. Yeah. And it just, takes, takes a lot of It's just the nonstop.
0: There's so you could do with it. Yeah. It's just a whole new world, literally.
1: Oh, yeah. It's incredible.
0: Fuck. Yeah. All right. So, let's take it back. Are you like a great student? No. <laughs> <laughs> like do like you have straight A's and shit? No. I probably I probably could have, but I was just a
2: I was a dude, I was a kid getting into you didn't give a Slayer shit. and Pantera and I and No Effects and Bad Religion and I didn't give a shit. Damn. I just <laughs> You graduated though, right? So I got my GED, oh, but damn. but we were leaving for warp tour. You're in high school in the band already, yeah. High school. So Johnny HB, our baseball right? yeah uh-huh. Huntington High School. And so... Fountain Valley, right? Went to Huntington Beach High School. Yeah, yep. okay. And it's in Huntington, yeah. And, yeah. you know, our bass player, we pretty much ripped him out of going into his junior year. We said, you're going on tour. And yeah. and then we were all in high school. And so the Rev and Sin and those guys, they would graduated the year before me because they're one year older. But I, me and Zachy were in high school so, still. Yeah. And then Johnny was in high school. So, yeah, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the school of, um, you know, Kevin Lyman says stage. So... <laughs>
0: Kevin Lyman says, "Stage, yeah, yeah." And <laughs> then I and then
2: I got to go, you know, watch my idols every day, like watch Fat Mike and those guys, and yeah, man, and Bad Religion play every day, and Damn. um, rancid, and just like, yeah, what year would that th- would have to have been? So we the uh, first year on Warped Tour was two thousand or two thousand one, mm-hmm. and uh, then we did the next four years, and yeah, like our whole thing was like we couldn't believe we were gonna t- get to watch those, those bands, bands every yeah. day. We were playing on the dirt stage.
0: Yeah, I remember that stage, man. <laughs> and
2: uh, yeah, we were just you know you doing like everyone else. We were driving around in our our van that our parent, one of our parents, bought for us. Yeah, and then, didn't
0: your dad give like a Guns N' Roses tape or something? When I was
2: very little, I, my dad was very into um, and still is. But he's um <laughs> yeah all of his he had all the vinyl. He had Alice Cooper and the Beatles in Boston and all that Sick. stuff. Zeppelin. And then he was always very current, so he had Nevermind the day it came out and Appetite for Destruction was wow. like he saw. Welcome to the Jungle on Headbangers Ball before the record came out. Maybe it was after the record came out, but then that was my tape. My, that was my go-to. I had a little so Coca-Cola cool. tape machine and just played <laughs> that over and over and wait till the parents were gone so I could play the backside with, like, <laughs> You're Crazy and all those songs with bad words. Damn.
0: <laughs> you damn must have been stoked when be you guys actually played with Guns N' Roses, too. That's, that's crazy, Oh, dude. totally,
2: yeah. And he got, to meet, he got to meet those guys, and that was, like, that <laughs> was a wow. like huge for him, you know?
0: So... So, you, so when you're in you're in the band Then you graduate And you start touring basically
2: Yeah and that was it oh, You know wow. we did it. it was just like We went off to
0: tour But you had a band Called Successful Failure Yeah That so, was your first band <laughs> Successful
2: Failure Was when we were um, In grade school so Oh shit we had, we had a punk Damn. We had a punk band And that was like From 6th to 8th grade was no. young dude Fuck It was It was 7th to Middle high school Is okay. what it was And it was a pure punk band It was like It was based on Bad drills and no effects, (laughs) those bands. So it was like everything, Fat Records, Epitaph, was like what we were being fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were, the funny thing is, we were into metal before that. Okay. And then we were into, then we got, we were into like all the, like the Sepultura stuff and the Mm. Nail Bomb. And I mean, oh my God, like every Roadrunner band, every Nuclear (laughs) Blast band, everything, right? Yeah. And then Pantera was big for us. And then we got into Punk when Punk and Droblet came out. We stole that record from Tower Records, we went, you know, took a lighter and burned off the plastic, and Damn, that's right. how we would get our CDs. And then we'd do the clearinghouse thing, right? Oh, yeah, one yeah, penny, yeah. and then yeah. we we'd, we'd send them to all of our neighbors, and we'd wait for the mailman because the box was too big; it wouldn't go in the no house. Way. They'd sit in the front. <laughs> and we'd steal it, and we had all of our CDs. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, there was no checking back then, right? right. They just is, you send a penny, and you get yeah. ten CDs, oh, and we just go like Slayer, Nine Inch Nails, and we get all like, collection wow. agencies. Yeah, It's
0: a sick scam. I like that.
2: Yeah, sick, and um, and then we got. To like you know, Queens Reich and Testament, and mm. I guess we were just into all that stuff. And then everything, in, yeah. And then in high school I got into hardcore. Okay. I met all these hardcore kids. I met the 18 Visions guys and the bleeding through guys, and they were older than me. And I was like a freshman, and I rolled in there and I heard about H2O and I heard about Sick of It All and I heard about you know the hardcore scene. Yeah. And so then I got obsessed with that. And awesome. then it was like because metal was like metal was a little bit harder to relate to and the shows were so big yes and it was like oh metallica is coming through with you know fight or whatever and it's like yeah but you gotta you need your parents to like get you a ticket or like at least figure out how to do ticket master you got to get a (laughs) ride there you're like a 14 year old kid or 15 year old kid it's like just unattainable like that but there was something about getting a group together and going down to chain reaction or showcase theater or the Roxy totally. and it was like we could handle that right Right. Yeah. Those, those were our people right. like those were all the kids from school and like Earth Crisis is coming we're gonna go see her or, or like you know like VOD's coming and they just blew up on that you know the Creed yeah. Droplet records it's crazy oh, showcase yeah. so that was like our scene you know like that was our thing
0: That's cool you like VOD man people don't really yeah, talk about
2: yeah. that great Well that, and power, you that Earth Crisis
1: and VOD yeah, it was yeah, like it. one of the first tours we did Yeah. Oh, when I joined yeah, yeah, Simple yeah. Tour in the US and I was like damn yeah, I I
2: mean one of the first tours we did we were doing weird ones we had like We got to know the God Forbid guys really well, like when that record came out. But we had a bunch of weird tours. Like we were touring with Mastodon a bunch, which they (laughs) ended up being great, right? Like they were great at the time, but it was like, it was us opening for Mastodon, who was opening for. Some band, I can't remember. And then it was like 5.0. Remember 5.0? I remember that name, yeah. A Roadrunner band that was like rap rock. <laughs> and there's <laughs> like us, right? I am sorry. And then there I was- I that uh, name, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And then before that, it was like all the emo bands we'd play with. We were playing with like a Treyu. Not, they're not emo, but it was like yeah. a tra- You and like From Mom to Ashes. And it was- um, a lot of those like uh what were the like the Thursday type bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those were the Take tours. Back Sunday, Take Thursday. back Sunday, like playing those type of tours and we were always opening first and okay. we were just we're not going over, right? It's <laughs> just like <laughs> these dudes are wearing eyeliner and they got fake names and they're like playing metal. Like right. these guys like what are they doing here and then you know, like
1: <laughs> and then you know and yeah, so
3: <laughs>
1: we we just never fit in. When, yeah. when, when did you feel that you had your like your sound because you have all this mixed yes, of music diverse, and, and, and I know, so man. when did you feel like this album this is our personality like we've yeah. developed it like we have our sound
2: I think every record has like its own thing but then every record we've thrown out and then gone to something new right okay. and that's like one thing that like we've always tried to evolve and like we never want to repeat ourselves and when we hear something that sounds like Avenged Sevenfold we throw it out right because that doesn't interest us okay and yeah. people Makes like they, they get really like for some reason, very like emotional about that. Like, it's like, why don't you just make a record that sounds like that? And it's like, because I don't want to waste my time doing that. Right. I want to explore myself. Mm-hmm. I want to like explore that. where I can go and what I can do. And, and we're, and we want to be excited. Right. Like, yeah, I was excited when that happened four years ago or 20 years ago. <laughs> and like, there's no way at 40 years old, I want to write that record that I wrote coming off the warp Tour. It's true. It just doesn't. I wouldn't even be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually amazed at looking at those records and going like, "What were we thinking?" Right. Which right. is rad. And I want to look back on the records we're doing now, and think the same thing. I get. Like, it. Yeah. What were you yeah, thinking? I totally you know. Yeah.
0: So, I yeah. love that every, every record kind of you kind of push yourself, right? Even singing different too. Totally. Yep. Um, did you take lessons from Melissa Cross, or was that somebody else?
2: No, that wasn't me. But um, screaming in Zen. No, I don't do that. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At
0: what point you wanted to cut out the screen. We had Ron Anderson, right? Is that the guy? (laughs) I had Ron. Ron just passed away. away. Oh, just passed away? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um,
1: Rest in peace, Ron. Rest in
2: peace, Ron. But here's the thing that I haven't really talked about much because we haven't played, but Ron was suffering some things the last few years. Uh Um, You know, I think early onset of Alzheimer's and stuff. And I was having a vocal trouble. Yeah. um, And I knew that I couldn't get through it with. That situation, it was just very hard to go from one lesson to another and continue on something that is simply forgotten. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's why the disease is so terrible. Yeah. And um, so one of my doctors was like, because I'd seen a couple doctors trying to figure out what was going on. He said, I really want to go see Seth Riggs. And Seth has done, you know, he does Stevie Wonder still and wow. Lionel Richie. And it's more R&B, yeah. but it's very correct and he's going to get you and he did the only rock singer I know that he really does Chester okay brilliant singer yes and so I've been going to Seth for the last three years okay and he's unbelievable like game changer but yeah. I've never been with Melissa I know that David Draymond speaks highlight of her yeah um, a lot of people do yeah. I just it hasn't been my mm-hmm. we haven't crossed paths yeah
0: yeah so I mean because you you do like one to two hour sets you guys were doing right yeah, I'm doing like like Ooh. two and a half,
2: two, two hours fuck man so a lot of it is like guitar solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> so were, were you, I know were, that people are bored, but can you just keep
0: yeah. noodling away? Will you blowing your voice at times on tour? That's kind of kicked it off. Like,
2: well, it wasn't like anything from technique, and it's not a wrong yeah. thing. It's it's simply you have one bad night. Yeah, and then you got three shows the next day, or yeah, yeah, you got, you got, you so got true. Sh- and then just that downhill spiral. It's like spraining your knee, and you don't get to sit out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and there's nothing you can do. And then the next tour is booked and you got two weeks off and you're just sitting at home trying not to talk and then it's yeah shocked to go back out there again and you're trying to the vocal cords are very tough. And so what we've done is we've just made it to where we won't play two in a row now. Okay. So oh, we just like heaven. Yeah, it we just totally <laughs> like <laughs> just can't do it. Right. Yeah. Like right, right. by the way, on warp tour when we we're playing thirty minute sets, ah. it didn't matter. Right. Right? And like yeah. you can I can knock 30 out thirty minutes. And, yeah. Love and even that. if something happens, it's like <laughs> uh, I only gotta get through thirty minutes. Right. But it's it was, true. But th- th- that last summer when I was having a trouble, you know, like stressed out and like, like messed up my body was just thinking about you have to get through two and a half hours and you can't sing, like I couldn't sing. There was a part of my core that wasn't vibrating. Wow.
1: Yeah,
2: and so I was like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is, And yeah. so like E, F, and G were unsingable, but I could sing above it and below it, but wow, everything. Man as you know starts in the that range. Yeah, like that was the range that was beat up as the notes I was hitting constantly. And I was probably pulling a little bit too much chest and not hitting the yeah. the chord, you know, evenly enough, but once that downhill slide starts, yeah. there's no getting out of it. And um, I was doing everything I could and then you know, after getting off tour, then I got like laryngitis. I got all this stuff happened because yeah. of the infection that was happening. Yeah. And then I waited months and months went to the doctor like your cords not vibrating. I like, "Oh, Talk. okay well at least it makes sense yeah you want some
0: sort of answer right yeah it's crazy like you said like you just don't talk people think you have to have the tea and the honey and all that stuff but just not talking that's the best way and rest yeah. is so yeah. important yeah. on rest. tour, and that's so hard to do on tour man it can be hard like proper especially sleep. you have all your yeah. friends and everyone's around yeah. and they want to hang and, and talk after the show i and
1: do
2: like, a good job of staying away and people that meet me on tour think i'm a dick there's right. no there's no <laughs> if right, there's right. no way around that and I, there's nothing i can do because they don't understand uh-huh. like they'll be like can we see him before the show no like I can't I can't get in a conversation with you before a show because it's it's as thick as the chords get before and then I gotta go up
1: yeah. to like yeah.
2: C D E. It's never gonna make it if if I'm just talking to you. Mm-hmm. So I stay away from that. And then after the show, I'm usually warming down and I wanna go rest or like get out of there. And they're like, Oh yeah, Matt doesn't hang out. It's I like, totally yeah, I don't fucking it. hang out. Sorry, I'm a singer. Yeah, you you like it. I'm not being a jerk. Right. I just I can't do it. Yeah, it's or, your fucking tool. Or the everything. next or the next show's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you had surgery, too.
0: But was that a serious surgery?
2: So the surgery I had, um, I had a surgery a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had anything since. Yeah, So yeah. that was just, to, it was the same doctor that I've been seeing now. Um, that was to remove blood vessels that were continually popping in the middle range of the cord. Wow. So there was That's no scary. nodule. There was no, no nodules. Yeah. So they were using like a laser they use on um, newborn babies that have um, spider veins. Okay. And so... That wow. guy, his name is Dr. Zaitel. He's the best. He's in Boston. He, I mean, did the same thing to Adele. Steven Tyler, he's done multiple times. Ozzy. He's wow. he's the guy to go to if anything happens. Like, you go to him because he's got this laser that he's he's got it down. Wow. Just zzz.
0: So, you, you have crazy long vocal warm-ups every night, usually? You
2: know, I was with Ron because there was so much scarring and stuff happening. And I think with Seth now, I think I'm in a place where... I, I I'm singing healthier I'm singing in a better spot now yeah. this might you and I all of us know that that goes out the window when you walk on stage right so I don't want to like
0: you're not doing it for a while. all of us you know? well oh, yeah well that's why yeah. I,
2: when when we come when the show's coming up I'm gonna have to really a month or I'm already doing it now but like okay. a month of like pretending I'm on stage yes running around like oh, to yeah. no audience and just something right like yeah, I, um totally, but that's but but we house. know that it's yes. not the same yeah because <laughs> as soon as you get out there it's like <laughs> ah, like,
0: like, and then it's like, oh no! Like, it's so true. Man. Yeah, it's exciting. so bad. Yeah, it's so, so important. True. Like, even like staying, especially now, like staying in shape off the road because you playing consecutive shows. You like getting your cardio, all that. But that stuff. adrenaline when it kicks I in, know. yeah, yeah. Like
2: you said, it's... and you get in like super shape on the tour because usually I work out before the show, mm. and then I get the whole show for two hours. Yeah. Ah. You're like, we're like, cardio, bro. we're like, yeah, we're like, oh yeah, athlete specimens out there. And then, <laughs> and then you come home and like COVID happens. I'm like dad bod. Like. Dude. And you were doing training with Adam too, which is cool. That I was, was training awesome. with Adam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. cool. He told me that he switched days on me though. So oh, he did. <laughs> he switched <laughs> days on me. He, he yeah. He, uh, handed me off to someone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and so uh, obviously it's the first, but the first record is 2001, right? Yeah. Then you guys, just we, recorded, grinding, in two, we recorded
2: it in 99 or 2000, but yeah. it got re-released on hopeless records in 2001
0: damn hopeless records wow yeah I so that
2: so hopeless records heard it bought it or they had bought our first record got the second one no so yeah first record they bought re-released it 2001 and then we put out a record called waking the fallen yeah um on hopeless records and then after that we um we went to warner brothers okay
1: so you immediately from the first second album you you Start to develop a fan base. Like, yeah, so we had sold 100, yeah.
2: 150,000 records on an independent label. So we did on, on
0: Hopeless. Yeah. Especially with, back then, too, dude.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. good. Wow. And then, so then we started talking to all the labels, and then they did a deal where I think Hopeless still has all of our vinyl rights. Mm. Um, and then we did a deal with Warner, like seven record deal or whatever you know those things we were talking about oh earlier and uh <laughs> seven
0: albums yeah. your soul. got a big old
2: signing bonus that i blew at the bar in the strip club like a wow. week later <laughs> yeah back in the uh
1: give, oh, give a give a couple right. give a
2: few grand to a 22 year old oh,
1: Fuck, man.
2: yeah i wasn't investing in you know
0: starbucks so right. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you were you like a party when you were younger or like when when you're in the band were you go like yeah. wild kid and shit <laughs>
2: I was, if you put me up to any other standards, yes. Okay. If you put it up to the rest of the band, I was the normal, wow. chill one. Okay. Well, listen, you know, the rev, our <laughs> beloved drummer, I mean, yeah, diving overdose. I mean, I the partying was extreme. Yeah. You know? And so it was a wake up call to everyone else, but I was gonna you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, you don't want any fallen soldiers, you know? Yeah. But those are things that y- you're not going to listen to anybody and, Till something like Til that something happens. Game, right? yeah.
0: yeah. So you sober guy now? Uh, me? Yeah.
2: I've never done drugs. So yeah. I'm, I'm not a drug guy. Yeah. But I drink alcohol. But yeah. I, and this is so funny. I actually did like a, like a deep dive 5-MeO DMT experience. And after I did that, this was a couple of years ago. And it's funny because it's, when I talk about DMT, I think of it as a medicine, not like a, it's a psychedelic, but it's like, yeah, a, it's like, it's like an that. ayahuasca sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And when I think of, like, cocaine and heroin, I think of that as a different thing. Yes. But after that experience, I drink probably one-eighth as much as I used to. Wow. I literally have no interest in, like, I might go out and have a beer, like, socially. Yeah. And I'm instantly, like, eh. And it's funny because (laughs) I wasn't doing that for any problem I had. I was doing it more for exploration. We are talking about that existential sort of trying to figure out what this all is, right? Yeah. And... It's funny because a lot of people go to the Amazon and they try to cure addictions. Yeah. They try to cure smoking or mm-hmm. cocaine or heroin or yeah, yeah. alcohol. Right. And usually it works. A lot of times it does. And I did I didn't have a problem. I literally might drink on the weekend a little bit. And now alcohol kind of makes me sick. Wow. I'm like, ugh. And it's interesting. It did something yeah. to me that I wasn't even looking for. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, okay. Like I yeah. see how people come out of that and go, like, I don't want cigarettes anymore. Or mm-hmm. that that doesn't interest me anymore. It definitely changes you, and changes you in a I think a more inward positive way. Yeah. yeah. But you have to find yourself after.
0: It's not like there's the answers. Yeah. It's like what
2: the hell did I just see? <laughs> like what is reality? You know? Like so. What do you like, do
0: something like that? You do, do it at home. You do. What do you do when you do that? Um. The experience. What do you have that at home? So
2: you can do that. You can go down to South America and do it, or Mexico. Uh-huh. There, there's retreats here, and there's retreats. I think at Joshua Tree. We actually we had a group of people that. Flew in a shaman. Oh, wow! so we did it in Huntington at a, at That's a place cool. that was like an individual for each person. Everybody took, you know, an hour and you meditate. Yeah. You, you say what you want, like, you know, like the purpose of what you're doing. And then, yeah. and then you, and then she's on call a lot after cause you're, yeah. Sure. yeah cause there's, <laughs> cause it's an experience that everyone has, comes out completely different, you know, like yeah, friends of ours, um, that I won't name just cause I don't know if they, yeah. Yeah. Um, they came out and, it was the most enlightening. They couldn't believe they were human. They were so grateful for life. They couldn't wow. speak when they came out. They couldn't. I had a much tougher experience because I have a type A personality and I wasn't willing to let go. I saw myself dying. I, oh, I saw the shaman putting me backwards and I was watching myself leaving and I was trying to hold on. And then, and as you let go and it gets deeper into it, you see that that was your ego.
0: Wow. And as you
2: come out and unpack, you're like, I have an ego problem. I need to not have that problem and Holy shit. try to do it again and mm-hmm. work on it. And, and I think these are only positive things yeah. because the ego is, it's very, the ego is very useful in the rat race that we find ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Get to the top, you know, yeah. money, 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 success, this and that, but it's very unuseful <laughs> with things that should be useful. Yeah. Like when you're talking to your family or you're spending time with your kids or you're or that guy flips you off on the freeway or all these things in life that mean something. The ego is not good. It's it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. And so, but that, but you need that mind shift and go, these things aren't important. Yeah. And these things are important and I want to be more like this.
0: Yeah. But I needed that experience to see that. Mm -hmm. And shit kind of happened pretty fast for you guys. You guys were young too in your twenties. Just like everything, he's like, "Let's get off the psychedelics." <laughs> no, no, no! I'm just saying, like, I'm taking it back to where you, maybe you got in a crazy world yeah, yeah, like before yeah. that probably no, that. But no, you No, but you know
2: what? It's funny because the <laughs> the uh, we all knew each other well before our twenties. Yeah. yeah, we met each other cool. in like yeah, in second yeah. grade. Yeah, it's and amazing. we were smoking cigarettes and trying <laughs> drugs and drinking as soon as you could. Right, it was like we were talking about tits and girls and and yeah. trying to steal pornos and i remember being i mean we had to be 11 12. yeah wow. stealing cigarettes and right. just trying all this stuff yeah. and going waiting outside the liquor store to can you buy us some booze and yeah. bring it back yeah. to all of our friends and then partying so
0: that whole thing had started well before and it okay. was you know what it was it was they had like best friends on tour like selling records and friends and there's
2: like that whole group of people that we still hang out with in fact one of the guys that's building our nfts is the guy that was from that group, right? Okay. Like, but <laughs> every weekend, all we wanted to do is go play video games. We we could call a, a, a alcohol place that would actually drive it to us.
3: Wow! wow and then dude. the guy was
2: like this little dude that didn't think to check our IDs. And every year or every week, we just tip him big, you know. And he'd bring boxes of alcohol, and we would just go drink in the park, <laughs> yeah, and hook up with the girls and drink, and then go play video games. And that was like Damn. that was years before the band so of course when the band starts it's just like oh now <laughs> now we're gonna travel uh, the country and do this <laughs> right, right, so
0: yeah it's just a yeah so so the ba- so the band pretty much takes the second album you take off it like, kind of never really takes it the major label one uh, yeah you had been building before that you had so so
2: weird right like that second album it got the attention of people and it sold a bunch of records but it wasn't like you know it was like healthy crowds at the warp tour yeah, yeah it went from nothing to healthy crowds yeah but it wasn't like you know, a household name. It yeah. wasn't like we, you know, and then I think, I think that happened more on city of evil and city of evil came out and it was very much different than waking the fall. And a lot of the yeah. people that liked hardcore metalcore didn't like that record. They were like, this is all metal. It's like <laughs> a lot of dueling guitars and guitar solos. And we don't like you guys. What's up with that? You were screaming half the time. Now there's no screaming. Mm. And then what catapulted us was TRL. Oh. So we admit, Benji and Joel, um, on the warp tour and we'd been really good friends with them and, and it was funny because they were kind of shunned by the pop punk crowd because they were big yeah man. and they weren't no effects or bad religion but they were a band that took that formula and just exploded totally and we were very friendly with them we enjoyed them we were yeah. friends with them and they had an opportunity to take a band that was unknown on trl Fuck. and they ended up taking us
3: amazing, and so man. we went
2: on there and after we were on trl Country never left the number one spot for like months wow and then that man. year we ended up winning best new artists against Rihanna and Chris Brown fuck and everybody because of that video but it really stemmed from good Charlotte those two dudes in particular amazing, taking us on TRL and so that was like the the moment where it was like everyone knows who you are but you know how <laughs> our scene is yeah and it was so we went that year we got a call from Sharon to do Ozfest, so we were gonna play right before System of a Down, Damn. and um, and we went out there and it still seemed like no one knew who we were or they were skeptical. Yeah, like we went from four years of Orb tour to this Ozfest play, and it was like very indifferent slash, you know, <laughs> yeah. like who are these guys? Yeah, because that's the a very scene. legacy yeah type of crowd. It totally, is, and so we understood then that we had a hell of a lot more work to do being <laughs> on trl as a metal band wasn't going to cut it right <laughs> yeah. and so
0: so then you know we just we just went to work and just tore our butts off and yeah Well, oh, i think dan smith said you wore one of his band shirts on there once or something No, oh, yeah on we would always shirt. yeah we always yeah.
2: we would always um
0: yeah like trying to help friends out
2: and yeah we're like, we gonna be on this TV L- like, like this? hardcore yeah yeah totally I
1: remember we played uh Rock and Rio together. Yeah. And it was, oh, you did. Think, yeah. And Mike like, Portnoy think... was uh, drumming for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. And I was like, oh Mike. I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm filling in with these guys. And I was like, cool. And I was like, and I remember they're like, yeah, they're looking for a drummer. And then I was looking at our drummer. I was just like, you stay away from. <laughs> you stay away yeah, yeah, yeah. from. Was that them. was that you back then? It was Eloy, our, oh, our drummer that we have now. And I was like, my he, and he knows the band, so yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. and it kind of sounded you know they had a he was in a band that kind of sounded like avenge sevenfold but before he was in Sepultura. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. and so i was like yo bro we were there scou- like, we were I, there scouting I, I, yeah and i was like <laughs> you stay away from that yeah, yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like don't even let him near that or know that no like, totally oh my god i was like a little bit worried i was like oh shit well we Here didn't we
2: go. go we didn't go the tryout route or anything like that right. we were like we wanted people that we knew we you know i'm choosing my words like in a Yeah Right Couth way here Yeah um, Totally uh, We knew it wasn't gonna work out with Mike We appreciated everything he had done mm-hmm. But When we decided to move on We were like You know we don't Want to pull someone from a band We don't want to Get okay. some
1: okay. Whatever well, that's Yeah that makes sense
2: <laughs> that's we, So we did tryouts <laughs> And okay. these kids were Like there were people we found on YouTube And like saw like people playing our songs Oh wow And there's a big difference Between <laughs> rolling in Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. And um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> these guys were fine, but it was just like what we were used to. We were used to yeah. the Rev, and then we were used to Mike, and then we were like, these are kids, right? They're <laughs> right. kids, and they're, they're rolling. It's nice in. you did that, though.
0: So, it's but really nice.
2: so we had like, do you guys know Mike Fasano?
0: No, the name. So he's a, a drum tech. Okay. Like he,
2: he does, he probably did one of your records at some point. Okay. He does everybody, right? Um, And he had this kid that um, his name was Aaron, and he thought he would be a good fit. We got him in there. It seemed fine. And then as we all know, the personalities emerge at some point and it's not that he's a bad guy or that we're bad guys. It's just that that's not going to, right? And he's, he was very religious, right? And Mm. you can't be in this band and be that because there's certain things that he wants to not do Mm -hmm. like, Oh, there's girls in this music video. My Mm -hmm. wife said, I can't be in it right no 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 oh okay. yeah, yeah no, like right. stuff like right, that right, like right. and uh, you're in the wrong band homie I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like well the girls aren't even honest they're not yeah. strippers and they're just like and it's, like, a, it's uh, a video yeah but <laughs> i'm just gonna set right, this yeah. one out uh, no you're not you're in the band right and so there was a lot of things and then when it came down to like really like obviously you can hear that example and know that the examples will just go down the line of right. things
1: yeah. that you just can't how long was he a part of it
2: so he did our Hail to the Creek King record. Oh, and so okay. he was, so he was a that part that. of it for like three or four years. Okay. Yeah. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call up my favorite drummer that I watched every day on Warped Tour when he was playing with Bad Religion. Oh, and sorry. I don't want to be a poacher because I know Bad Religion and they're friends of ours, but let's see what Brooks Wackerman's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I hit him up. What and, you to? Yeah, yeah. Our tour manager, Dione, hit him up and we went out to oh, dinner. Oh, Dione. Dione, yeah. Yes, love him. So Dione hit him up and... We went to dinner and I was just like, listen, dude, like, I don't know what your situation is. He's like, he's like, honestly, uh, he's like, like, Brooks' ability and then what he was playing in Bad Religion, every song. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, do you want to do something more or whatever? He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to move on. Like, I've, I've played this part out. Yeah. I want to be more creative with my drumming and do this. So we got Brooks and it's been amazing ever since. I love Brooks. Um, Great personality, amazing drummer. And he's just been great. But. It's yeah, awesome. you know
0: it's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's from one of your childhood favorite bands too, like And yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, people but, don't realize how much personality is so important to be in a band. It's not just like you can be the best drummer, but no, can right. we all get along? Yeah, that's totally. And be on tour together and live together, and like. True. Yeah, I mean, so, so. look at Ringo shutting the fuck
2: up in that Beatles. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all the Ringo
0: haters, but I
2: mean, listen, he wasn't the greatest drummer. Yeah. But he he was along. He was playing his part. Yeah, and yeah. and that is more important than the drummer. That's like. I'm not playing that. I need to do this. I'm not doing this. We're doing. It. It's like you can't have a bunch of personalities that all want to lead the the ship. It just doesn't right. work. Yeah. And um, you know, and that can make people salty, but it just has to work that way sometimes. Yeah. It's super but, important. But we did that. Yeah, we did that. I remember watching you guys. Um, and we did that that Rocking, show. Rock and um, Rio. I think that was the first time we.
1: It was the first time playing.
2: It was the first time playing that show. But yeah. that was the first time we realized that. Slayer had a problem with us. So like, right. what? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, What was going on? We just had like there was just <laughs> this thing with them like us playing after them this did not sit well with
3: oh, them. That's right. and, oh, that's wow. true. And oh, so shit.
2: we heard all the shit they are talking while we were playing and then uh we played a uh, Rock in the Ring or Rock in the Range which we were headlining and they were playing right before us and they went around and like I guess they like wrote 15 minutes of fame over our name everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, like, really? But I remember that show specifically because that was the show that someone's like, yeah, like,
0: I was sitting backstage and all the guys were talking shit on you guys that while you're on stage. they like, that's okay. A bu- that's a bum out because I'm sure you guys are definitely fans. Like, yeah, that's weird. Big
2: fan of Slayer, but Damn. stuff like that just doesn't bother me at this point. Right. I think it's funny. I think humans are humans. They have their right to yeah. say whatever they want. It's not how I would be. Right. No. I don't necessarily... I like new artists coming up. I think it keeps me too. the genre fresh.
1: Absolutely, like we need new I mean, people. That me too, can, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I'm I mean, obsessed re-
2: with
0: Turnstile right now. I love them.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I
0: like shit that's different than what we do, right? And yeah,
2: like, me too. I think people man. feel like if it's not in line with what they did, it's not right. Especially you got the,
0: you guys, are the new young guys, and you know, totally. And they're doing a different sound. thing, different yeah. vibe,
2: different sound. Different, did that happen uh, a lot with you guys, or just that, just them? I'm sure it's happened a lot. Yeah. I'm sure it's, and you know it's funny because like I know John from System really well now and those guys and he said even when we were playing with them at OzFest, they just thought we were dicks. You know? Oh, like, I, I We yeah. did a
1: tour It was Systems of a Down, yeah. first album. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, us and Slayer. Yeah. and so Oh, well, that's fun. They got <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys do picnics every day? <laughs> oh man, those. Was that hard for you guys? I, 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 no, for us it was okay. Yeah. You guys had the respect. You yeah, guys are... yeah. yeah. but, oh, but for, for, system, for them... Yeah. They were like, they got makeup on! Yeah, I mean, yeah. I people they first came out. were radically... Yeah. Like, it was in Europe, and people were... I was like, wow, Europe, Europeans yeah. are usually nice, and they were yeah, not... Yeah, open-minded. Not, not, <laughs> not nice. No. And those guys came up and played every night their asses off. Yeah. And even then, harder, I bet. Even harder, and they got the respect yeah. from Slayer. After, yep. wow, like, after the shows, and then we're all, like hanging out and bonding. And I remember even joining the band and one of the first things we did was this tattoo the earth. I And I was like, why "Why is this band Slipknot headlining it? I was like Slayer. I was just like Slayer Slayer should be the band, you know? And then I saw Slipknot play and I was like, oh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I get it now. I was like, this is a totally different generation totally new phase that's happening. And I was like, respect. Yeah. You got to respect that. Totally. You know? It's just like, and I, and I think those guys in understood that after a while, you know, it was just yeah. like, okay, I see. Yeah. There's I see new what's people coming. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, it's like in hardcore too and yeah. all kinds of genres, I'm but, sure. I right? mean, they, they worked their ass off for that. But totally. It was, a, it was really, you know, that's why seeing those things happen, I was just like, I'm not going to do that. You know, I don't know, yeah. you know, who these guys are, what they've been through, you know? None yep. of that. So it And just, a
2: lot of them are inspired by
1: all of our bands. Absolutely. That's the thing. Right. It's like, yeah.
2: there's, a, what I've been, I've been meeting a lot of DJs now that are popular DJs and they were going to Avenge Sevenfold shows their whole life. Wow. If I was to sit on Revolver Magazine and talk shit on the whole genre or talk shit on all those people, it makes no sense because those yeah. people were inspired and they were, because I wasn't, I wasn't inspired by one thing. I was inspired by all those different types yeah. of subgenres of rock, yeah, and it's like that. there's no point of. Uh, but you know, the older you get, and the more you realize, you don't look cool being <laughs> our age. Talking shit on exactly something like that. Like you <laughs> oh. might as well. It's They're a very, very high true. school thing. Oh, yeah. totally. it's, it's, it's petty. Absolutely, it's yeah, petty. It's yeah. petty. It's yeah. exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, dude, Skrillex was in like first to la- from first to last. Oh like yeah, that guy was on our bus every day at work tour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was incredible seeing that transformation. We like, are <laughs> always
2: like, "Can we get Sonny off the bus?" Like he's on here every day, and then I know he's <laughs> kids. And yeah, like
0: fucking boom, screw. That was yeah. amazing, man. Yeah, it's
2: awesome. But he was taking obviously from all of our genre, like genres. Like that's what he was doing. He was making it something new for his generation. Right.
0: Yeah. So you guys feel like you had to really earn your shit when you came out in that in that genre? Oh, always because it's not the hardcore punk genre. You're like in the metal rock. Yeah, like yeah. Fucking. I
2: think um, the biggest tour that we had that was like that was um, we did we did direct support for Iron Maiden in Europe,
1: and that was get, that audience is one of the toughest. Oh my god, <laughs> Maiden audience oh, yeah, dude. It's gnarly. Listen, Listen to yo. this Slayer audience. Listen. Oh.
2: Listen okay, to this, ahead. dude. This is back. great, dude. This is probably there's probably a film of this. I've never looked it up because I don't sure. so we are playing first show with them, it's Italy. And it's you know, it's a massive show. It's a hundred thousand people or something. It's Jesus crazy. Man. It's a maiden audience. Yeah, yeah, was that the biggest crowd? No, 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 no. no okay. Every one of them was multiple nights at stadiums and the stadiums were like opened up the back, like you could go out. Yeah, and the and the, it's made like in world. Finland and stuff and like Sweden, it's like even people that aren't going to the show are playing Iron Maiden everywhere, and they're wearing T-shirts everywhere. Yeah, okay. It's Iron Maiden day. Yeah, okay. It's, it's yeah. fucking crazy. So, <laughs> so we roll into um, Italy, and we're about to go on stage. Like we're like, I think it's like five minutes to show time, and I hear sevenfold, sevenfold, wow, sevenfold. But it's very light, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And I, I, I shit you not, I hear a rumble. And I hear Maiden, Maiden, just over like Whoa. as if a title wave just wiped out all of our fans, right? Oh, and man. so now they're pissed because they had, there's a Ben Sevenfold fans. They're chanting Sevenfold at a Maiden show.
0: Holy shit! We
2: walk on, and and this is gonna sound. It's, it's not fucking. <laughs> this is not a lie. We were getting there's video people baguettes, salami. <laughs> oh, man it sounds like like i'm joking because it's italy right yeah. i'm getting like fresh produce
3: <laughs> thrown at us
2: the whole show holy fuck. and we're just getting food and drinks and fucking the whole time oh. we played oh my that
0: god that was night one dude.
2: and we're like we get off and we're like fuck that was the sevenfold fans that started that they shouldn't they just shut their mouth and just <laughs> let us play and so then after that like we all like got crazy haircuts like i shaved my head down i'm like i'm fucking just. I'm just pissed, you know. Every night we went out there with an attitude, yeah. and we were like in their face. Like it wasn't like we're just here to play. It was like, no, we're here to like challenge right. you. Yeah. And every Love night that. it got better and better and better, and we didn't know how it would play out in the long run. But we went back to Europe, and then we went from clubs to arenas after wow, that tour. Dude. Holy like, shit! Like literally arenas. Like we weren't playing their stadiums, but we were selling out arenas everywhere. <sighs> and I think it was the Maiden tour. And wow. even though people had their arms crossed, and there wasn't a lot of, but it was like. Okay, like we weren't getting bread yeah. thrown at us all right, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So it was, it was. It ended up being really good, and we—that's amazing. Yeah, but it's
0: those are tough crowds, right? Are, it's how about like Guns N' Roses crowds? Guns N' Roses crowds like that too.
2: They were very indifferent. Yeah, they're, I don't think they're as passionate. Like, yeah, I'll probably be a title on some clickbait, but nah. I think Maiden fans are like they're going to war. Yeah, and there's a lot of Guns N' Roses fans that I think are very passionate but I think there's some ca- a lot of casuals too because if you look at Guns N' Roses they have so many songs that branch outside the genre totally you don't have people going there that are like fucking die hard you're gonna get this younger band yeah. like you have people are like I like Welcome to the Jungle and Sweet Child of Mine exactly. I don't really follow rock but I love Guns N' Roses yeah you know the
0: song absolutely
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think there's like different levels of hysteria when For you're sure. talking about bands right and we is all I,
0: know is Iron Maiden original lineup too for a long time, a, yeah, yeah. Okay, there. so that to makes sense. I mean, too, their like. fan
1: base is really one of the strongest. Yeah. yeah, Hands down, I mean, I had a friend working with them and he told us the same thing. We're playing in South America with them, yeah. And they have a ridiculous following there, yeah. You know, like from little babies to Damn adults, babies. Yeah. you know, seriously, like rock yeah. oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, yeah, here we go. If My you don't friend's listen like, to it, yeah. Just like before going on, he's like, Good luck. He's like, These fans are the gnarliest. Maiden fans are yeah. the gnarliest. They were so gnarly that this was a <laughs> funny story. Like, yeah. when they did the song, like I was sitting, I mean, we survived. I was like, Thank God, you know, we're at least from South America. Yeah, so yeah. that helps. No, I say but, right, you both, don't Well, when they did the song, when they were doing Troopers, Troopers, holy <laughs> shit. It went from everyone just like, loving them you know just loud stadium to people throwing shoes all sorts of shit when they were doing that song Why? I, was like, I, that I was like pr- i was like bruce please do not come out with that flag and he came out with a fucking union jack flag oh, waving shit. around in argentina we were d- yeah. this was the show and i was like uh oh, people were not having they were like, ah, throwing shit and that's then, funny. and then after Dang. the song back to Back to basics. Like, we love you. Well, what's wrong with Trooper? What is that? I'm not... Well, familiar. it was the whole, like, thing that, that whole patriotism with the okay, flag, okay, okay. the okay. Union Jack, and there was that conflict that they had uh, uh, that happened years ago yeah. with the, That's the islands. so funny. So they were just like, no, fuck that. You know, they that yeah. was a whole, like there's a whole (laughs) conflict that went on. i was like oh i was like well you got to respect bruce for going out there and just like that's the show i was like really i was like you really come out there dang we had that flag
2: (laughs) we had one in mexico talking to bad we were opening for metallica (laughs) at that stadium for three shows and we went we took the iron maiden approach where we're going to be aggressive towards these people (laughs) and uh you know, we got like a couple middle fingers at first and then I started flipping them off and then more people started flipping us off. And then it was like, like you know, the, the place probably held 60,000, 70,000. I think maybe 20,000 had their backs to us with their middle fingers in the no air. No way. Dude. And then no, they turned around and started throwing batteries and pesos and they hit our guitar player in the eye and his eye was busted open
0: oh my god
2: so (laughs) we get off stage and we're like kind of laughing about it because it's like what are they gonna do like like, (laughs) next thing you know security (laughs) gets overrun i just beat the shit out of us no um um, and so we go back there and james hetfield comes in and he's like hey man like you know you just gotta appreciate you guys sticking it out there and like it's gonna get better blah blah but then we had to go we had a night off and, like, we had to think about it for a whole night. Like, yeah, right. Do we got to do this twice more? Like, fuck Holy this. Like, should God. we just go home? <laughs> like, the, the next two nights ended up being better. I, I was less right. antagonistic. But it was uh, <laughs> pretty funny. Like, literally, the whole floor was fingers Damn. in the air, middle Damn. fingers in the air. And then they started throwing. We didn't know what it was at first, but we found out it was money. money. <laughs> Pesos. <laughs> Pesos and
1: batteries. Well, they had a whole thing before that they used to do and. In- Argentina and in and Chile, um, especially in Chile, they would spit on you if they like oh, if they dude, like man. you, if they like you. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the guys in my band were joking. Yeah, and we did a show with Metallica too, and and it was like. Feeling it on my leg, oh, the oh spit God, hitting. And they were dude. like, if you say something, yeah. it gets worse. Yeah. It's and and, and I was like, you just got to ignore I it. Like, yeah. 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 They're like, no, it's like a punk thing. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They're spinning. Yeah. But I was like, we ain't punk. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, and I was just, it, I was ignoring it. But I just yeah, yeah. remember <laughs> feeling like all these pelt, like, just on my, it was so. Mike Patton went out in Chile, and I'll never forget this. And it was like a theater show. And they also, the next day, they did like a huge show. He went out. And he was like, "Hey!" And it was years after the whole spitting thing. And he was like, "What happened to spitting? Start a song, start spitting on everyone. Everyone just starts spitting at he him. Was spitting at stick. them too. Oh yeah. He would, and oh. they were singing the song like, oh. dude, Patton's the and, best.' And then, he, and then he pre-COVID. was pre-COVID, walking, walking around with his mouth open, Like, oh, like,' oh my and God, I was like, dude, "Dude, you? I was like, you." Are insane. Yeah. I was like, "You're the sickest." Wow. <laughs> Dude, like, sick, you're not my favorite, but human. I've never seen anything, and people love him there because I mean, that but it was punk. that was the most punk thing I have ever seen. Beyond gg Allen, that's oh, his it. suit was I just layered and spit. Oh, in your mouth. He's in spit. <laughs> he had like a nice suit on, and I was just like, and he walked like down like this runway, and everyone him with his mouth open. Giving the finger, like, yeah, smiling, doesn't singing, sound fun singing me,
2: the whole song. What, what band was he there with? Was it Faith No More? Yeah, Faith No, no More. Yeah. Fuck,
0: that's amazing. So, amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how many how many years now? Avenged have been around now? How many years? Think, um, By the way, my sons, have like, you heard of this band? I really liked them. I was a couple years ago. I am like, what? Those are my boys. Like, it's so my sons, dude. Crazy. I met him at the airport two years ago. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's thought, he was so psyched. That's that's right, so dude. funny. Um, we've been <laughs> uh, we started in '99. Yeah, 99. wow. Okay but it's so. a long run yeah. yeah 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 23 years yeah and you still get inspired to make new music and all that stuff and
2: yeah man i again it's just pushing the limits of ourselves yeah that that, that inspires me i want to do different stuff and just have hear different noises and yeah so that when that ends then i'm yeah. just going to become an nft trader <laughs> yeah <you are. laughs> and who else would
0: you I mean you play guns and roses metallica or maiden like is there any other bands like that seems like who else you need to play with like as far as you love some, to play with
2: um i don't know seems like
0: the biggest it gets from like the dramas you love yeah totally i you think know what
2: I, mean? I think for um there's like i i kind of want to play a show with like die antwoord i think Ooh, they're interesting i sound likes them too i man. like them i i, I would love they're to play sick. a show or at least a festival on the same weekend as romstein because i really like romstein yeah um i would like uh and then we played some shows with them, but I'm really into uh, Tenacious D right now. <laughs> Tenacious D's awesome, uh, man. I would love to see some Tenacious D. <laughs> um, so, I mean, those bands aren't at the level of the previous three, but yeah,
0: those are those are
2: shows that I, oh, yeah. that,
0: those are artists that I enjoy a lot. Yeah, it's got to be surreal to play with those bands at that time. Like just you know, we're playing with Guns N' Roses and Metallica. It's got to be, but you're in that moment too. Like you're already in your world, you know. No, totally. And a lot of it's like you know you
2: don't want to like sit around like too googly-eyed because you want yeah. to go out there and kick ass and yeah. you want to steal those fans. Yeah. That's 100%. like the mindset at yeah. the time, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like there's no them to us. Yeah. You got to <laughs> be though at that time. Yeah. Now I don't think I'd be as,
0: you know, not as angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seem so chill. I mean, I didn't know you back then, but like I met you before. Yeah, you seem like a chill, yeah. peaceful dude, yeah. I
2: think so at this point, yeah.
0: Plus you're a dad and that helps. Dad, being dad actually makes me more angry, I think. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, seven and nine. Oh, it's great ages, man. They're
2: Fuck. great ages, but yeah, they're, you know. You got they're boy and girl, two boys. Two boys. Oh, oh man.
1: Yeah.
0: This fight kids all day are wild, bro.
2: Oh, Get dude, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but it's still just being a dad, you see everything's so different in the world, you know? I mean? agree. Yeah, the, the
2: priorities shift. Yeah. For sure.
0: Did they come on tour with you before? They did, and they will. You know, they're, yeah. they're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. um
2: But I don't know if they'll be very impressed. They're. They're into different types of music. Yeah, yeah. You know, they into hip hop too. Hip hop and uh, EDM. They love Travis Scott. They love like
0: my son does too. Yeah.
2: Uh, Lil Nas X. They yeah. love. Uh, <laughs> oh, they love like Eminem. Little, little Yachty fucking. They love all of it. Yeah, all that, that stuff. Sounds... And then they love um, Marshmello. Oh yeah. Love, you know, all that stuff. The, the rock bands they do like actually. They love Ramstein and they love System of a Down. Oh wow, nice. And I think it's because it's got a very staccato headbanging almost they'd probably love pantera oh, you yeah. know like they anything that would like those hip-hop grooves right yeah you know right. where it's just very dun, 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 and right. they, they can get into that and i think it's it's actually a a lesson i take from it yeah you know, like this translates mm-hmm. like you don't need to be all you know like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nerd proggy all the time you can yeah. you <laughs> can do things that are just dum-dum riffs that are yeah. big
0: and it works if you do it correctly yeah and they turn you on to some hip-hop too probably you never yeah to?
2: like i have a lot of friends that listen to hip-hop so i maybe but i now i know like the kids songs like the like um uh future baby i think it is yeah, like ah, na, 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 na. like they play that all day and like so we you know we go through these songs where it's like they'll play it 20 times in a row yeah. in the car you just want to
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they're being kids and you know? you're rocking the donda too so you love kanye obviously i love kanye it's
2: like one of he's probably my most favorite contemporary artist okay yeah and i i just i love him because i think he's so um eclectic i yeah. love where he pulls from i love hearing the old soul music that i never grew up with yeah and i hear those records and i you know i get inspired by it and it's taken me back to listen to a lot of Stevie and a lot of that's awesome. You know the Commodores and then listening to all of his samples and figure out where he got his samples from and then yeah. listening to those artists in that time in America mm-hmm. and it's just I think he does such a great job with it and I I always like what he what he pulls from and see what he does with it yeah, yeah. you know right. like yeah. and like oh that's a sample that's such from that but he did some cool stuff he changed these notes and he did that and oh, yeah. he's got such a good ear yeah for that kind of stuff which I think is and it's very raw for someone that's like in the a producer it's very like there's bad notes and there's weird stuff and there's, you know, you can hear the drums. Like when yeah. they were doing that kid Cuddy stuff with, um, um, kids, see ghosts. Kid see goes, yeah, like that was like, I was talking to Pete once about this and he was like, yeah, I was talking to kid about this and he said mm. they were trying to be Led Zeppelin. Wow. Like with those big right. drums and the real drums. Like, yeah. so they're being inspired by the seventies rock. It's pretty awesome. And we're being inspired by them taking that stuff with a new twist. Yeah. And then, and, and I think that's, What's exciting about it i don't think of him as like a i mean barely raps anymore i know it's like this is doing different things and it's 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 interesting to me i know him
0: and that drake thing was awesome they did a couple of months i ago. know yeah it's rad um did you go to that or no no
2: i, I can't that crowd no way <laughs> <laughs> no oh, uh, getting getting in and
0: out of that place and then just <laughs> yeah. being there like that's not even An- another thing i thought you do was awesome That a lot of bands in the rock world they'll do meet me and derek talk about it a lot is there a, during the Black Lives Matter thing, you came out you made a, you wrote something about it. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and I'm my, sure for your community, that's something that nobody's really... You know what I mean? Like, we talk about mm-hmm. how like just the yeah. metal in general, yeah. nobody talks about... Dude, people
2: don't give a shit unless it affects them. And yeah, they, yeah. And they, and they And they live in these ecosystems where they're just force-fed, I'm calling it an echo chamber, of the same shit. And yeah. if you watch Fox News all day, you're going to see all the black people doing bad stuff. And if you yep. turn on CNN, you're going to see people doing bad stuff and they're going to be excuse for it. And it's these, yeah. eco, these these echo chambers of like, I have many black friends. My brother-in-law is black. I see them getting treated differently. Yeah. I, they People have said stuff to me. I hear them talk. Yeah. Like, don't tell me that doesn't exist. Right. This is in Orange <laughs> County, California. Like, Yo. I've grown up with these people. Like, to act like that's like not a thing. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And so... Orange County's wild too. So I man. just felt like I needed to... and and, but all those people will they'll deny it because they don't understand what they're doing right they don't understand when they say something it's offensive to someone else or they don't understand that you know just because you get that guy to come out for you and fight for something that is totally against his best interest doesn't mean you're not a racist or that you don't that you that you don't understand the thing about the one thing i'll say about the dmt when i came out empathy, 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 put yourself in someone else's shoes, I see how that. they grew up, see how their grandparents grew up, see how their father treated them. Yeah. And then see, like you start seeing all these things that genetics and time are basically what produce the present moment and the future. And a lot of these things are just so fucked up from so long ago, Yeah. whether it's racism or whether it's you beat your wife or you beat your kids or you do whatever you do. Yeah. These are all like embedded into the history of human beings. Yeah. And, um, so I just felt it was right to say something, especially to people that it's not an easy crowd, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not the, it's not, it's not like going on, you know, writing an op-ed for the New York times and yeah. being like, Hey, I, I believe we should support these people. Everyone be like, Oh yeah, great. Yeah. You got to kind of walk into the fire and go like, well, these are the people that need to change. These are the people that, that need to see the other side of it. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it was important to me to do it through a metal you know um through revolver, yeah, revolver and doing it through like that,
0: yeah. a something in our scene yeah mm-hmm. and we how was response pretty crazy or was it uh um, positive
2: listen i think the po- i think the positive way overrode the negative i think yeah. people but we definitely had you know 10 12, people unfollow us
1: uh-huh. right but you're gonna expect that yeah it's whatever yeah, yeah yeah i like, think a lot of the people in that scene or in that scene in, in general i mean i don't want to generalize it actually but um a lot of times they just wanna ignore it, you know. It's just, yeah. like it's not affecting me, so it yeah. doesn't I don't understand why I should even care. Totally. You know, but that's coming
0: from Harker and Punk, it's different. Right.
1: I it's like I mean people have to realize that we're all connected on this planet in some way or yeah. form or another. Absolutely. You know, oh, and like yeah, you said, absolutely. empathy is really important and this educating yourself of literally the past of what's going on or what happened in the past. You have yeah. a really a better understanding of what's, what's happening now. And you can empathize of where people are coming from when you do know the true history of totally. what's happened you know, in the past. Because a lot of it hasn't really changed so radically. No. When you no. look
2: at like the underlying factors like the prison system or, oh, yeah. or, or financially how some of these people are doing or what the communities have been put into and that... So when you take all that together, yeah, you might have a black friend that lives in Laguna beach and you don't think you're, and you, and you, and that's your boy. Cool. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you're understanding that his family or where he came from, he got out of that, but there's a lot of really bad areas and it could be Mexicans or Asians or anything. Right. Yeah. And the, there's, there's stories and bloodline that go back to why these things are the way they are. Yeah. And yeah. you have to understand that to, to go, okay, well. Why do I feel the certain ways I feel and why and how do I treat these people and, and why do they act a certain way and why do I act a certain way? Like, listen, right, I, right. I grew up in a in Orange County with a <laughs> with a middle class family. Yeah, like I didn't have everything given to me, but I wasn't definitely not poor, not even close. Yeah. Right. My perspective on the world is going to be 100 percent different than a lot of people in this country. Yeah. Right. And like I could always figure out a way to get something. Sometimes that's not an option. Mm-hmm. True. And it drives you to things that you might sitting in your, your house watching your cable TV might have an opinion <laughs> on, but yeah. you you've never been in those shoes. Yeah. So I just think it's important that we all see that everybody's got different situations and then and, and even outside of America, look at some of these countries and these are human beings that yeah, get right. put into something that is just awful. I mean, we've all toured third world countries. Oh yeah. And that's somebody's life from day they're born to yeah. 60, 70 years old. That's all they know, yeah. And that's uh, that's 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 hard, especially yeah. for all the money and all the resources that we have. Where you know us over here, we have Silicon Valley next to us, and we're talking about the next iPhone, and these people <laughs> can't, you know, an iPhone yeah. just be like what?
3: Yeah, it's yeah. so true, man. And
2: so it's a, it's sometimes we got to look at it as like this is it's like a it's a big issue that if we have empathy, then we can understand each other, and I think
0: it's it's a start. Yeah. yeah. To start, but 100%. I remember going to South America for the first time and seeing all those houses on top of each other. Yeah, the favelas. Like slum dog millionaire vibe. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy fuck, like this is." You can't oh, believe yeah. it. I
1: mean, even for me, I mean, I didn't grow up in uh poor. I mean, I grew up in a middle class family and, and and for me it was shocking, you know, to see, you know, you a large there, yeah. amount of people there. But that's an example of going there and then seeing people like, "Oh, there, there's no racism here." You know, yeah. and in Brazil, I was like what are you talking about I and mean, I, mean, I was like it's your perspective you know that you're seeing this but the empathy is something that's really lacking you know that understanding of and it these are fellow human beings like you were saying agree, and, and it's just you know that's something that's really taught over and over this really vicious cycle of like this is how these people are this is how these people yeah. are and it's just like yeah. being fed it's like hey I mean for me I had to explain to a lot of people I was like look I've been to like all the colleges here, all the universities. I've noticed everywhere I'm the only black person eating in a restaurant here. And they're like, What you know, every type of restaurant, fancy to Is that Brazil? No class in Brazil. When you first got yeah. And they were like, uh, and I was like, I never see black people taking taxis. I never see like, you know, large population of black people in professional positions here or in the universities. And they're like, I never really noticed that. I never really so I'm not saying that they're racist there, yeah, but yeah. racism exists there tremendously yeah. prejudice exists there you know it's it, so it's like a Everywhere. different perspective And yeah. i was like look i was like I'm, I'm i'm letting you know like this is this is i mean i talked to black people here in brazil and then and i know what they're feeling they might not necessarily say that to you you know because a lot of people there Assume, like, oh, you know, this person works in my family. She's been a maid in our family for, like, you know, mm. years, and they go through that. Oh, we're friends with her. And I was like, yeah, she's taking three buses here. I know. You know, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. inviting her on, like, you know, expeditions that you're doing. With yeah. Your fa- I was like, trust me, you know, I'm sure they think differently than what you're thinking, but you've never yeah. really had that communication with them you've never had that sit down yeah but that empathy goes a long way i have to say yeah 100%. i love that man you know
2: yeah i think it's very easy to just not because it takes work to it, think, it takes a lot of right work. and so if you don't want to put the work in it's kind of like oh, i'm just gonna worry about my family and everyone else can
1: right it, it doesn't really work that way yeah it's yeah like, yeah everyone has to realize we're not on you know a lot of times that attitude of like, I'm going to just do my thing. My family live separately here and be cut off from everything else. Yep. That, yep. That, those days are over. Yep. You know, that doesn't exist anymore. Nope. There's definitely, you know, there's a lot of giving that you need to do on this planet because we're always taking away from it it's in true. so many ways. But yeah. that empathy is something that's always you know stuck in my head is something that we all need to learn. Everyone, you know, including myself yeah you know extremely uh, lacking right now, yeah, yeah. And it takes work, yep
0: fuck. I mean, one of my last questions is, is you an optimist or pessimist, but I already know you're super posy. i'm a I'm,
2: I'm an optimist, yeah. yeah, I can feel that, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: hundred percent right, always been like that,
2: yeah, I think so. I've always been this way yeah listen i'm I'm it's always gonna work out until it doesn't <laughs> true, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always tell you I'm like I'm like,
0: hey. <laughs> It'll work itself out until the one day it doesn't. <laughs> and then, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about it. But We always been like that, right? Your whole life. Yeah. I've been pretty, pretty positive. positive.
2: I mean, I've been a realist too. I mean, yeah, certain a- people in my family would be like, like maybe you're not so positive, but I, I like to, th- <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I think, but there's always that voice that's deeper than what you totally verbalize. Right. Yes. In the back of my mind, someone tells me that's not going to happen. Or that's gonna, It's going to happen. Like i I'm, I've, I'm like always constantly, but I might talk in a way that's more realistic. Like, okay, I understand this. But in the back of my mind, it's like, we're going to get this done. So Mm. um, I think a lot of it is, and then I also don't like to like, I like, you you know, for my personality now, I like to understand things and then I like to have real hard conversations about it. Yeah, And I like to be challenged on my ideas because it makes me better at yeah. what right like, i like to solidify my beliefs and I, then i feel comfortable talking about them yeah and yeah, i like to hear arguments point. and this and that so that doesn't always come off as positive because i a lot of times i want to see where someone's at right yeah and, but at the end of the day i am a positive person i i'm just happy to be here i mean just, yeah, just yeah. happy to be here like yeah. think about the chances right, yeah. right. pretty pretty freaking slim <laughs> solidify <laughs> your belief that's great i love that yeah. too man yeah
1: because a lot of people they don't even know they're fighting for something. Dude. No, yeah. I mean, right what they're now, especially right exactly. now. Nobody it's, knows what they're fighting. Dude, I want
0: to be
2: proven wrong so I can jump on the other right. side. Like, show me the uh, like, show me the evidence. Show me the, the like the data on this I or that. Like, know. I nobody I, I, has it, bro. No, but right. that's like, but that's the thing. It's like, I want to go where the truth is. Right. I just want to know the truth, and I don't want to like. Yeah. I don't want to like put myself in a situation where I'm only hearing the one side or this or that, and that mm-hmm. goes for anything, right? And I think that's why I was so obsessed with space yeah because we don't know and every day we're kind of finding out new stuff and I just love I love the unknown and like okay what's happening here and I love the theories of the this could be this or this could be that or yeah we thought this and now it's this and I kind of equate that to everyday life where it's like we're not going to know all the answers and sometimes the right answer is not the right answer until you find out it's not but it doesn't mean the contrarian view is the right one either right like it's like there's like there's you can find it if you want to not get so worked up about it, it will come eventually. Right. Yeah. And so I know that was a lot of like a, like a, not a lot of specifics there, but there's so many things in our life. Yeah. That's what it is now. It's like, it's either this or this. And I find on this side or that side. Right. And my people believe this about this, this and this, even though it has nothing to do with each other. And you're, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so true. It's so crazy. Like the things that they put together in one category that have nothing to do with each other. Like, well, my people believe this. So, you guys are all crazy. It's, it's like, what? It's so fucking crazy right now with yeah. everything, man. Yeah. I
0: feel so, so divided and there's so much information and facts and not facts. It's just so much stuff. Oh, man. that's the
2: best when someone comes to you and they're like <laughs> telling you a fact and you just know it's not right. <laughs> and you're just
0: like, please save it. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Do you have any, any major regrets in your life? Um...
2: Not working out more during COVID. Okay. <laughs> Adam Blake, it's all your fault. No, 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 yeah. no. I don't have any major regrets at all. I, I think, um, I think, luckily, well, no, I don't have any major regrets. I think that just so revisionist history. Mm. It's so hard. Not not yeah. revisionist history, but just like, do I wish I tried so hard to save Jimmy from himself? Mm. And I, you, but when someone dies, it's a human thing to do. Where you could I have done more? Yeah. Should I have done more? Yeah. I don't actually think I could have or we could have. We right. were putting him in the right facilities and trying to watch him and and then he got away from us one night and then that happened. Wow. Okay. But if you had to go back, it's like, well, maybe that night I would have hung out with him, right? Or yeah. like, because yeah. I remember we left a party and so that's the only thing in my life where I think like, wow, like life could be way different. I've had that friend still here. Mm-hmm. But in terms of everything, that everything plays out the way it's going to play out. You yeah. can, and you can't drive yourself nuts over it.
0: Yeah. Right. Fuck, man. You yeah. covered a lot of things, man. I learned so much about the NFTs today. I want I really want to do I'm gonna hit Phil from Heal Creative right after this. Yeah. I want NFTs, but I want to do one. I want to do my first no one. Damn. I'll be definitely. the first buyer. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. You know, I definitely want Get wanna, me on the white list. I want to I mean, get it. You're already uh, working that no, way. No, so we gotta do we gotta step it up. We're in our fifties, we have to step it up, man. <laughs> no, I feel like everybody's Absolutely. doing it. We have to like be, just know? wait, just
2: wait for the backlash, then you, you can call me back and I'll <laughs> We'll get we'll get some NFT haters on and we'll we'll debate. <laughs> That's the thing
0: now too, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Oh, there's so many haters. Oh yep. yeah, they hate it
2: because they see the real quickly. They see the the Tell flipping. Me, bro, yeah. and they see the flipping and they see the they see it as a Ponzi scheme when they're not like yeah. actually looking at the underlying thing that we're all really trying to do. Because yeah. obviously, on top of all of it, it's like, "Why oh, would you buy an hate for that much?" Oh, that guy bought it for that. Oh, yeah. Someone's gonna be left with the bag, you know, like it's that. And then there's like an environmental concern. There really is. Like, so some of the blockchains are run on proof of work, which is all these big machines. It's all the computers ah, yeah. authenticating. And then a lot of, but a lot of them have been moved over to a thing called proof of stake, which doesn't cause the energy, mm. but they love using the energy I argument see. still. Right. Because mm. they haven't bought, they haven't actually seen that. And they, they, they know this a lot of them, or they like to just, you know, send an article and <laughs> right. go like, you're destroying the environment. Have yeah, fun. Take right. shots. Yeah. But really there's blockchains that you can use that take no no energy. Wow. But so, so there's that. And then there's people that think that it's just simply bad art and that we're idiots for buying something on the internet when they mm-hmm. have no real intrinsic value.
0: So, But they don't have to buy it. They don't have to be a part of it. They just, you know what I mean? It's like-, like
2: anything, right? You don't have to buy it. You're, it's all good, but...
0: That would be a normal response. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have to buy it. It's like who cares? Why do you waste time when he did a hate on something that's taking energy and away from you? I can't believe you well, don't get so like too stuck on your percent. normal response because <laughs> you will not understand. <laughs> you will not understand the hater if you don't. What, if you keep thinking that way. And, and what is the last regular job you worked?
2: Um. So since we left in high school, all i the only job I've ever had <laughs> is sweeping floors at my grandfather's. Um warehouse. Wow. Yeah. I never that's it since high school. No, I went on tour and then (laughs) crazy, right? You're forty now? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, dude. So we went on tour from high school (laughs) and then we just stayed on the road.
3: Damn. That's incredible.
2: We lived off of I think we were living off of the dollar menu at Wendy's. Wow. And, and cup of noodles. Okay. For like eight years. <laughs> that is crazy, dude. Sleeping at the truck stop. I didn't care. I was like, I'm
0: not gonna I gotta right. work on my band. I gotta write songs. I'm like right. job. <laughs> and do it just and just so you don't feel bad, our last three eight show records, we put them out seven <laughs> years apart. I'll tell you right, and it totally worked for us. I love that. We're on eight, we're on eight years right now <laughs> can we, the last one. Can we put this at the beginning of the interview <laughs> so <laughs> the fans I'm just saying, it worked for us? People were hungry, they were waiting for it. We fucking it's last three out four albums we did with Chad. Seven, 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 yeah it's crazy to work
2: you know what the thing is though the band has to be ready to yeah. want a tour the band has to the feel inspired it. to write think about it, it's art when did what every fan will complain <laughs> when oh, you yeah. don't put out a, a record that's coming straight from you but then they're the first ones to come like that want to like rush you into like you hey. should be putting out a record every two years this band did it this right, band put right, out two right. this year cool like I don't know their situation. A lot situation. of to make the yeah, same record
0: yeah. over and over again, dude, just to have a touring cycle. And tour if you say cycle. that, you're a dick, right? Yeah. If you say you're a it, dick, yeah. it's just facts. It's do to have a touring cycle. That's why we never did that. Like, when you're ready, you don't have to force it. You want to be inspired. There's Absolutely, so many things to be inspired yeah. by now. I think we're almost ready to do one. It's been like seven, eight years. But like, <laughs> but the fans, like, you shouldn't force it, fans. You should yeah. wait for a great album that is really made and not rushed. You know what I mean? It's sincere. Well, you know and another thing like,
2: that they do is they they, um, if you do anything else besides music they get upset about it. Like you can't have You can't have like a, any interest outside of like you are a robot that works for them. But then, but then they love it when you're like a rock star and you're doing crazy stuff that they like. But then when you challenge them in any way or you're doing any interest that's outside of what they like, it's just like you're trash, bro. And it's like, it's very strange that it's very strange that people want rock stars, but then they think that you work for them. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a weird thing to me it is
3: like it's like me it's like me, it's like
2: me going on <laughs> axel's twitter all day going like, where's the new record bro where is it where I is know.
0: it dude this guy's this guy's washed up he's not giving me a record it's like who am i but yeah. these same people are going to be at your next show they're going to buy your record they're <laughs> going to be there they just want a voice they just want to complain about something well that's-
2: we've we've had a lot of people say they're not going to listen to our next record because we did nfts oh, and i'm like God, so you're telling dude. me <laughs> on your 9.99 <laughs> subscription that thing's gonna be sitting there on the front page and you're not gonna just push it <laughs> like, on, you're man. not gonna listen <laughs> like okay like, cool that right. that's how you live your life like it's so crazy i listen it, to right? records that i don't even like the band just to hear it like yeah. But, yeah. but you
0: like us and now you don't like us so you're not even gonna listen cool yeah. all right do, do you pay attention to the internet stuff or comments or well we've been really into the
2: discord lately because we've been building the community there. Yeah. I actually was trying to reason with some of these people for a while. Like you were back to them and shit on Reddit. I, was, I did I do like an AMA oh, okay. like, cause they were so anti what we were doing. I was trying to explain it. it's like articulate what we just talked about. Yeah. And I would do it on there. And then it was just like, most of them didn't show up to argue. And then as soon as I was gone, it was back onto the pile on. Right. Of course. <laughs> and, and so I don't look anymore, but if I do, I, I totally know what it is. Okay. It's a, Comedic little release for me to look at it. Okay, <laughs> you know, like, like look at this guy thinks that this guy who thinks I work for him, like this yeah. guy, yeah, this guy, <laughs> I have to look at it that way. I this love guy, that. That's, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, eh? this guy's burning our records because I made an oh, NFT. Cool. Geez, like, like that's kind of funny. Look, look, honey, you know, yeah. like this guy, you know, like, you can't, you can't take it seriously. Like, think yeah. about that. These are people that don't know you. They don't know you. They don't know the <laughs> situation. They don't. They, they're not in that industry.
1: Right.
0: At all. Yeah. And as soon as you respond, sometimes they're like, oh, my God, you're responding? Oh, my God, I'm a big fan. Thanks for responding. Or yeah, yeah. I was just kidding. Sometimes yeah. that's the only thing they want, though. That yeah, it's that attention. It's kind of so. sad, actually. But. So it's the way of the world. Ever since message boards started back in the fucking oh, early 2000s, bro. Good old, <laughs> Good old message <laughs> boards. Good old message boards. That shit used to drive me crazy because there was no face to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have private accounts now that talk shit. You block them. But back then, you, <laughs> you couldn't block. You could respond. It was just...
2: I like the ones that talk shit and they started their <laughs> account like yesterday and it's got one follower and you're like, dude, you are a Russian bot. <laughs> you are.
0: It's so true. Actually, dude. Russian bots are better than that. They'll yeah, put like 13 followers. Like, at least. <laughs> It's so fucking, just, it's just a crazy world, man. Yeah. Well, fuck, thank you for being here. Man. I appreciate yeah, you driving out, man. Um it. Talking to you. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with NFTs in the future and also, you know, music and everything you guys got coming. When's your next show? Is it this year or next year? It's in June. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. And
2: then uh, we're going to really Put, a, put the pedal to the metal in October. Cool. I think around like Aftershock and those festivals. Like awesome, Danny Wimmer festivals. So. Yeah,
0: we got festivals in the summer. You have shit coming up. Yeah. Let's cross our fingers. Yes. It happens with the world. It's it's, yeah. out, it's out of our control. It's in the world's hands, you Pretty know? Pretty much. It is what it is, you know? Yeah,
3: right? yeah it is what it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt was about to leave, and then uh, Derek brought up something that's actually on my notes. Yeah. Uh, th- set the question off, Derek.
1: So your sister I, I didn't know if you had any if you were really good at sports growing up.
2: I I played a lot of basketball. Growing you did. Up. I, was, I was good oh, at sports. Yeah. So that yeah. was
1: like a family thing because your sister plays in the was. W Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah
2: yeah, it yeah, was. So Okay. Growing up um my dad is obsessed with basketball. Like cool. Okay. Like he's a gym rat, you know, like he right. would and he still is to this day. So he would and he shows me his his binder from when he was in college uh-huh. in, in high school, and he wrote down all of his workouts, how many shots he took, how many he made, and he wouldn't leave the gym. So we have God. a we have a thing in Huntington called City Gym, uh-huh. and he just lived there. And he would ride his bike there, and he'd play basketball. He'd pack his own lunch, and then he'd Wakers play basketball. Fan, no, he's Boston. He's from Boston. So i from, from Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, oh so. shit, son! Wow. But, okay. but, but here's okay, here's so. here's where it's crazy though. He became a Lakers fan because of Kobe. So Kobe's uh-huh. one of his favorite players of all time. But now that Kobe's gone, he's like back to celtics you know so wow so but so larry bird but yo. my dad larry bird that's larry bird yeah that, that, that's his guy and so he grew up that was his idol and um my dad is like a legend in south county for he's one of the greatest shooters and he, oh, he to this day he plays pickup and he can pull up from anywhere how old is that's he and so dope <laughs> mid 60s now that's fucking awesome man. um and so growing up my dad Try to instill that in me, but I, it, I kind of pushed me away at some point. Okay, there was too much. Like right. I was, you know, had to hit three hundred three pointers a day, and you had to, wow. you couldn't leave the gym until you hit right. twenty free throws in a row, and it was just like, at some point in the grade school, I turned to music, and I got turned off by all the work that basketball took, and I, my sister though, took it on. And she ended up playing in the WNBA for six years. Wow, she played under, in a Foreign League first. Like she did, yeah. Sweden. She went to yeah, she went to Europe and yeah. played, and then she went from the she went to Modern Day, and then Hawaii University, and then over to Europe, and then That's awesome. To the WNBA, then back to Europe, I think. Um wow. but it's funny because my dad being a Celtics fan, the coaches <laughs> were uh Bill Lane Beer and Rick Mahorn. And the Celtics had lots of problems with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. my dad Hated those guys, and then when he, they were my sister's coach, he became friends with them and understood that it was
0: oh wow, that was cool them
2: one. on the court, right? Yeah. Like, you're not going to get an easy layup, we're going to hammer you, you know, right, like the, right. the bad boys, like Detroit Pistons. And and boys. so, it's kind of funny that that ended up being my sister's coach. But so, my sister, yeah, played, and then now my son goes over to my, <laughs> my dad's house like every day, he's obsessed with basketball, oh, he's oh, obs- obsessed, wow. so cool, obsessed with stuff, Curry, right? Yeah, we go to Laker oh, games, man. he loves oh, AD. Awesome. Um, and so we're actually going to the Phoenix game coming up because he wants to see Devin Booker against KD mm-hmm. coming oh, up. So shoot. we got tickets for that. So – we're going to go out to Phoenix to watch it. That's like, so cool, man. Yeah, That's so incredible. like we're a basketball family,
0: definitely. Yeah, I've right. never been to a live basketball game before. You have not? No, and I watched, the, I watched the Jordan documentary series, and it made me so in love with this, such a beautiful documentary. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. You got go to go. And you all I know do. about we KD go is go a that, rap, that him and Rapper having beef on Instagram I, a couple again, months ago, so yeah. Rappaport yeah, yeah. KD. So I know nothing about that sport. I love watching it, you, but i never been to You got to go to a live game. The energy is where it's hanging, you know, like a live i so down. I've seen hockey live, but basketball is awesome. So I've got a quick Rappaport story. Or. Tell me, brother. So, <laughs> I,
1: I love any rap reports. He's just so crazy. So, dude. you
2: know who he does? He has Cameo. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> there's a thing on Cameo where
3: <laughs> you
2: can like text message the person. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I have a buddy is we call him Walnuts and he's we play video games together and he's he's from Connecticut, East Coast. Okay. And he's very funny dude and he just decided he's going to spend all of his money text messaging all these people on cameo, but like with ridiculous stuff, right? Like, Hey, like I'm really into you. I own a pickle farm. And like when I, certain pickles remind me like stupid shit, like Troy Aikman, he's done it too. He's done it to Michael Rappaport. And he kept doing it so much that Michael kept raising his price for what it would cost to like text him. And (laughs) I'm convinced it's because of this guy. And eventually he just blocked him. he just, won't even take the money. Oh my God, it's a ref today. Oh I gotta tell God. about this. Oh the my guy God. never. So you know him? Who?
3: Rap yeah, yeah, one of my closest friends. Yeah. Okay. So see.
2: So see if he remembers this guy. <laughs> That's talking hilarious. about pickle farms and like really. What like, was his What was his name? Be you think? Walnut. Something? Got, it might, He might have just gone. Oh, okay, Paul. Polly. Okay, okay. Paul. Walnut. Okay. No. No. It was something about
0: something like pickle farmer. I'm going to hit him up to, right after this. See if it. he remembers it. I, I would be he so... Will.
2: Because Walnuts thinks that this guy is so annoyed by his text messages. I could see that happening. Could, he it, to- it totally sounds true. No doubt. But they, but he never wrote back. But right. I'm like, which... You don't feed the trolls, right? Like, right. don't don't write back. But I didn't know yeah. people could pay to text you. We
1: do care. Oh, yeah, you can do that. I didn't know people could text you. Yeah, like, you. They, wow. they text you, you charge them a certain Ay. amount.
2: So, and there's another funny one that he, he actually... <laughs> So some of these like hardcore kids have started OnlyFans. Have you seen that? No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are they, moshing naked? I don't know. No, yeah, no, no,
2: no, a- no. They're like banging chicks.
0: What? What are the people? Oh, <laughs>
2: they have tell me off the pod their names. Um, well, the- people will know what I'm talking about when I talk. I'm just not going to say it. But wow. okay. he, I said, you got to join this thing Walnuts. you got to, you got to be the inside eyes. Like what's going on in there? So he gets a, <laughs> oh, so he gets a fake man. name signs in and he's getting these videos sent from these people that are in our scene.
0: Oh my God. And dude.
2: one day he gets a video from somebody we all know's girlfriend blowing this dude. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, no oh way. God, but dude. it must have been like prearranged because you don't put that on your OnlyFans. Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. But I'm like, what the fuck kind of world do we live in where oh
0: this geez. is what's going on? It's fucking scary, oh God. man. God. Bro. It's a I, new I, world. I, I don't, <laughs> don't, don't want to know. I'm trying to think who it is right now. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, you know, as soon as we turn off these mics, you're like, oh, who was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking crazy world it is, man. Yeah. I heard my fans is trying to go PG, by the way, and then wanting people to start accounts that's not sexual. Right. No, they G- tried to. PG. Oh, okay. Then they
2: went right back. I, th- yeah. I think it all dried up. Yeah. For- <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions, for him? No. Oh uh, Yes. Uh, ahead, no. So, your bandmate, let me get this straight. One of your bandmates is your brother in law. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so during it's that it's a twin okay, so
2: Yeah, so during that era when we all met each other, we also met these two girls, Valerie and Michelle, that were twins. <laughs> and we ended up Val ended up tour managing us for a long time and we're obviously we're all real close. Right. I mean, we've known them since we were little kids. And then we ended up marrying these two girls and
3: yeah.
1: Did you wow, know that? I so know, now, so now, that. me and it's Brian crazy, are brother-in-laws. Right? Yeah. Oh, god. that's insane. Yeah. That's, I didn't even know that. Crazy. I'm trying to imagine being in a band with one of my bandmates, and then like, yeah. Oh my God, they're so. Yeah. Weird. like, wait, they're twins. So that's I like know. me,
0: and Rusty, and I'm, Moon has twins. Yeah. I'm both married. Yeah. To, oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's god. That's bugged out. You guys hang out a lot. Do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and, and you're a big golf guy, big golfer. Ah, you, you, nice. you, you, and Fat Mike. Suppose you guys golf together. We golf a lot. Yeah, I golf all the time. Okay, cool. I've tried a couple of times. It's really relaxing. In it fact,
2: is. to bring it all back, a golf thing started a thing called a Lynx Dow where you buy the NFT and you get the membership to the club, mm. and they raised twelve million dollars, and now the community is deciding where to build the golf course and what to do with it wow and steph curry just bought in and a, and i got Brendan Steele, who's a pga golfer and keegan bradley are all Damn. buying in Damn. these are the things that nfts can do and it's, it's just to bring back the golf thing it's yeah. like so we own part of the club like we get a vote and what cool. happens with it and there's nobody above token owners right okay. okay. interesting everything but goes back to nfts it's great Did you ever
1: golf before yes i love it's it so
2: relaxing it's cool
1: yeah it's fantastic i haven't done in golf years. is golf is so great
2: and it's one of those sports that you know, you can play the rest of your life. Right. You love it. It's relaxed. There's thing. 80 year olds out there that oh, yeah. can kick your ass because they. Are hit you the good ball. at it? On the scale of everyone in the world, yes. Okay. <laughs> On the scale of golfers, no. <laughs> <laughs> so for any golfers out there, I'm an 11.8 handicap. So I shoot in the mid 80s consistently. Okay. So, okay. you know, 13? We don't know, 13, but it sounds sick. No, it's like 12, 13 over par. Okay, okay. Which is, you know, shoot a lot of pars couple birdies and some bogeys do you do that uh, on tour or just when you're home
0: Do you travel and do always you? on tour always. every day off oh, no. every day off you find one in every town
2: yeah i'll go stay somewhere else a lot of times i'll stay at like a golf place and just so i can wake up and golf <laughs> wow every yeah. day holy shit yeah that's my day off you know yeah. like that's amazing and just I, by yourself too i used to golf when we had shorter sets i would golf before shows and then when the sets got longer it was just too much being out in the sun and swinging like, for two hours yeah and then singing <laughs> it's
1: fucking crazy man yeah. i love that i love that get up and go like uh yeah we toured with uh it was like the Tommy Prong and uh wrong. And Art. Art now plays in the Lamb of God, and they would go every day to a baseball game. Every city. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. cool man. Like, every game I was like, wow, you guys are that's committed. cool. You get
2: a good vibe for the culture when you go to other people's sporting oh, yeah. events. yeah. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And we did that a few times. I went with them and it was the best time. Yeah. You know? That's sick. Yeah.
0: I want to go to a basketball game with you guys. We should go. Out yeah, oh, we definitely have to we'll go. Go to a liquor game. Oh, That'd be God. sick, it's, right? single it's the best so dope
1: especially here in la yeah compared to like cleveland where i grew up and i was like oh man probably and and this is before the lebron james like you can get good (laughs) seats but
2: man if we live somewhere else we'd get really good seats yeah (laughs) yeah, you know like so uh, true the uh (laughs) i think to sit on the floor is five grand per ticket wow yeah it's it's crazy. Um, and uh and but it's funny because zach from shinedown i would always see him on the floor at the Memphis Grizzly games mm. like what would you pay because the, the season tickets for Lakers is like five grand times 42 whatever right. it's, it's a,
1: it's a, lot. a yeah. lot of
2: money and especially for two of them right and it was something like oh my god it was like like 180 bucks a game or something I was like no way like he's seeing the same players come through like that I'm seeing but we got to pay it's yeah crazy amounts crazy damn it was something really low, and I was like, oh, "Damn, dude!"
0: It's gonna be crazy looking now, like on Instagram, seeing everybody's uh, profiles with a monkey. and I'm gonna know everything about it. It's so nuts, right? <laughs> <laughs> then I start Travis. Like, why is Travis changed his profile pic? Yeah. Yeah, nuts. Learned a know. lot, man. Thank you not so you much,
2: know. man. Yeah. Yeah. i mean, have so awesome. I know you have. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate well, it, you can hit me up about the NFTs. I can help you.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: So good to know. We're gonna set We're
0: gonna set up quick. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Thank you. We're so, this is it. We're really signing off, guys. All right. Bye. <laughs>